CM Squatch. It's in our name. It's in the name. We are the game. CM Squatch. Welcome to this weekly sports podcast where my best friend and myself, Squatch, sit here and tell you about everything you need to know. And ladies and gentlemen, we are now officially in the postseason. Playoffs. Woohoo! Playoffs. Playoffs. We're talking about playoffs. <laughs> We're talking about playoffs, man. Good morning, good morning, good morning. How you I doing? I woke up at the crack of dawn and had to ask you a question. <laughs> Did you know Nick Saban just retired? No shit. Breaking news. 44 minutes ago. No, Espen let me down yet again. See, you get updates from him on stupid shit. Oh, so stupid. I only get the important stuff. Yeah. I, and, I, I've, and the worst thing is, is I've gone through my settings and I've adjusted my settings accordingly. Yeah. Well. No, I still get... Maybe if you wouldn't talk so much shit on them, they take care of you. Motherfucker, I just parrot what you say. <laughs> Fuck, I, for the longest time, up until like, well, I don't know, maybe two, three months ago, I was still listening to them. Yeah, this has been a fast and furious today and yesterday. A lot of shit going down on the first, on, well, Sunday, Monday, and Tuesday, and now Wednesday. Just a lot of movement. And Pete, and uh, Saban's just the latest. Because three hours ago, News broke that Pete Carroll's no longer the head coach of the Seattle Seahawks. Is he retiring or are they firing? No, he's Sunday uh-huh. at the press conference and Monday on his uh, local radio program. Mm-hmm. He reiterated the fact. He absolutely was planning on coaching, not leaving, not going anywhere. He still had a lot to prove, a lot to do. He's just not the head coach anymore, maybe? No, he he's fighting for his job. He fought for his job oh. all week. Fuck. And he's been meeting with ownership and with Snyder, the GM. Yeah. Because him and Snyder came in together. Right. They've been they've been hammering mm. this out all week long. He's no longer the head coach, but he's being kept kept on in an advisory role that has yet to be determined exactly what that role would be. Right. Fuck, Pete Carroll's been with. 14th season. Thank you. Yeah, it, Bilicek, uh, Harbaugh. Um, uh, Tomlin yep. and Carroll. Okay. Those are top four. I knew it wasn't, there wasn't that many that have been with a single franchise. And for, Pete Carroll, you know, he, he had a bad year. They were nine and eight. Yeah. With Geno Smith and Drew Locke. They, what happened was, well, he made the playoffs last year and Geno looked amazing. Yeah. I mean, Geno, okay. Geno came out of the woodworks and fucking boom, here you go. Yeah. That was the whole reason for trading Russell Wilson, not drafting a quarterback, because Geno could do it. Yeah. And they proved Geno could do it. Absolutely. Geno got banged up this year, but they started off the season five and two. They were number one in the West. Yeah. Just like I had called. Right. Yeah, we had Seattle winning the division. But then the they hit a four-game losing streak. Right. The first such four-game losing streak in Pete Carroll's 14 years in Seattle. They'd never lost four in a row till this year. And that's, that's what did him in. Mm. Mm. And before that, we've had a lot of shit, man. Dude, we've had a lot of shit in the last week. Uh, Mike Brabel let go as the Titans head coach. Yep. Dan uh, Arthur. Dan Arthur. Dan Arthur? No, no, Dan. No. Wait, slow down. Yeah, One yeah. at a time. Go ahead. Because we've got a fun fact on Mike Brabel. 
2018 through 2021, which included a Coach of the Year award, uh -huh. the number one seed in the AFC. It's 41 and 24. And everybody's shocked, especially uh, on any network, whether it be FS1, ESPN, everybody's shocked. They couldn't believe it. Right. The past 2022 and 2023, he went 13 and 21. Come on. Come, come on, guys. <laughs> what a shock. Right. There's no Super Bowl wins there. No. What is, I don't understand what's so shocking about it. You're referring to Arthur Smith. Yes. Who the Falcons fired directly after the game. They didn't wait for go. They didn't, they didn't do shit. But... You still jumped ahead because we're counting backwards. Yep, yep. And you missed Ron Rivera on Monday morning. Hi. They didn't want to fire him Sunday night because Sunday was his birthday. Right. So they waited till Monday morning. Here's your happy birthday present. Right. <laughs> and then before that was Arthur Smith, who was fired directly on Sunday evening. Yes. Offensive coordinator, and you had a horrendous offense. Yeah. I... Oh. Yeah. You're the, that's why we brought you here was to stabilize the offense. We drafted all these offensive weapons: Kyle Pitts, Bijan Robinson, Drake London. Yep. We've assembled a decent offensive line, and you, we can't get any consistent offensive play. You, you took Bijan Robinson, who everybody knew couldn't miss. Yeah. And you fucked him up. And you made him miss. How, how do you do that? <laughs> And that's been our postseason firing so far. We still have no news out of New England on what's going on there. Yeah. But with the Brable firing, um, the owner, she had, she's talked openly about it in the past couple days. Right. It's like, no, we know we could have we could have held on and we didn't have to fire him. We know we could have got something for Coach Brable. We know how good of a coach he is. Right. We understand that we could have got it, got got some capital back. Teams would have been willing to trade for him, but we also knew that was going to be a waiting game. That's not going to those <laughs> chips aren't going to fall until yeah. most likely after the Super Bowl, and right. we don't want to wait. We want to get going now. We 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 got to fix this now. We're not we're not waiting. Damn. Well, okay. I'm so telling you, I like that chick. Backhanded compliment. I mean, in all honesty, because yes. <clears throat> good, you're staying forefront and, and everything on that. That's the whole thing with Carol. Look, it was kind of like Reed and Philly. Right. It's just we need a change. Yep. We peaked. We need a change. And I mean, it's it sucks for Pete. Pete got what? One Super Bowl? Two Super Bowls? One. He should have had two. Right. Remember when Russell threw the ball? Right. That, that would have been back to back. That they would have yeah. handed off to Marshawn Lynch. <laughs> right. That's right. From the goal, literal goal line. Yeah. Inches. But hey, Malcolm Butler appreciates that because that got him two massive contracts that he never would have got. Right. But, okay, so when you're like, Belichick's the outlier here out of all the guys that have had a long tenure. Yes. Because, I mean, Tomlin's got Three? Two. What? Super Bowls. One. Oh, he's only got the one Super Bowl? But he's never had a losing year. Right. 
And so with Carroll only having one Super Bowl, but being Rocky over the last three, four years. Yeah. Because, I mean, he ha he's had two winning seasons back to back, but. Mm. So that's understandable. Now, I was I was actually kind of shocked about the Carroll Carol move. I was way more shocked about Carroll than I was Mike Vrabel. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> yeah. Your one conference win was the last week of the year where you knocked Jacksonville out of the playoffs. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but the rest of them, I get it. Yeah. I get it. And then, of course, we had the end-season firings, too. Uh, starting off with Josh Daniel, McDaniels. Yep. Uh, then uh, Frank Reich, who is now the first coach in NFL in modern NFL history since the merger to be fired in back-to-back -back seasons. Because he was fired after one year last year, and he was fired after in the middle of oh, one year this year. year. Yeah. Hmm. Sounds like there's a common denominator there. Yeah. I mean... Don't get me wrong, as much as we bitch about franchises and everything, could two of them really be wrong? Like that? Hey. Possibility, I guess. It, it is possible. Yeah. <laughs> it is possible. Okay, now there's all kinds of rumors <laughs> circulating. You know, Jim Harbaugh just won his national championship. Yep. Going back to Monday. Um... Not many people see him sticking around in college, which I kind of don't either, because uh, Pete Carroll, as it, as it stands right now, Pete Carroll's one of three coaches to have a national championship and, and a Super Bowl. And a Super Bowl. Right. It's Pete Carroll, Jimmy Johnson, and shit, who's the third one? Damn it. I had it. It's right there. Well, while you continue on, I will Google it for you, sir. But since Harbaugh <laughs> just won his national championship... He made it to the Super Bowl. It was brother versus brother. Right. And he, they were dominating that game until the power went out in the Superdome. Right. That's right. And then once the fucking power came back. Once the power came back on, Baltimore took over. And so I could see him, and he has a massive winning record in the NFL, too. Barry Switzer. Barry Switzer, that's it. Yep. Because it was two Cowboys coaches that did it. Yep. Switzer did it at Oklahoma and Dallas. Uh, Jimmy Johnson did it at Miami and Dallas. That's right. Yep. And that's why I forgot Switzer, because he was irrelevant. He didn't coach the team. Right. He was just named the head coach. Yeah. But no, it, and the funny thing was, is like one of the, I want to say it's two pros and a cup of Joe. Yeah. One of the morning shows. They were yeah. talking about it the other day. And I'm like, or yesterday, Jesus, yesterday morning. They're like, well, you know, Jim was such, and I'm like, shut up. Leave the guy alone. Like, he just won the national championship and you're pissed because he sat there and he said, I don't want to talk about it right now. Yes. Get the fuck over That's, yourselves. I, I hate the media yes. so fucking much about that shit. Yes. Like, give the well, dude a day. And he and, and that's basically wrong. what he said, is give yes. me a day. He's like, yes, yeah. that's exactly what he is doing. And so in the back and forth, the guy's like, well, ask me, actually, don't even ask me the question. Hey, Steve, play, play the question for me, and I'll answer it. I'll answer it. I'm like, your answer's irrelevant. Yes. You're not Harbaugh. You're not Harbaugh. 
And the thing is, you didn't and just he's so win. difficult to work with. Yeah, so difficult. No, that that's the underlying. He's tough to fucking get along with. That his AD at Michigan yeah. knows how difficult he is to work with. Mm. And as already came out and said, yeah, I want him. I understand why everybody wants him. He's good at his job. Absolutely. And I'm nothing's off the table for me to try to keep him here. Right. He will call Booster, say, hey. He'll call alumni, say, hey. <laughs> Money. Now. We need cash. Yeah. But... Hey. And this is going to tie in to Saban. Why Saban's retiring after a masterful job. Right. This season is best season he's ever coached. Right. He beat the best team in college football in the SEC title game. Mm-hmm. Because Texas had beat him earlier in the year. Right. He's sitting 11-1. He knocks off Georgia, who had won 29 games in a row. Right. That's a good team. With a less talented roster than what Georgia put on the field. The kids, the, the dude's good. Right. But he's been complaining for three straight years now about NIL, not being, not having a fighting a chance. I mean, Texas A&M has a much better roster than him. Oh, absolutely. And that's the, why they just fired they, a $75 million coach, because they know they do. And six wins ain't going to cut it, boss. No. Nah. I'm sorry, when you got all that and oil money Saban back Saban is you. not wanting to fight this fight in college anymore. He's done. But it's not shocking to me at all. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if you're going to fight the fight, might as well do it in the pros. And, no, Saban's not even going to do that. I know. I know. Uh, he, he bolted from the pros the first time, remember? Uh, Middle of the night, Miami. Yeah, what was that? That was Nick Saban. He bolted from Miami after telling everybody one day, I'm not going anywhere. Right. And then <laughs> Monday, just fucking he, he, lands, he lands in t- Tuscaloosa. Like, wait, what the fuck is going on here? <laughs> <laughs> then his boss, the owner, gets a phone call. Hey, uh, where do I wire the money? What money? Oh, Saban's buyout clause. What do you mean? Well, he's been in Alabama for two hours now, boss. He ain't coming back. Because <laughs> <laughs> he didn't want to deal with free agency. Right. That's why he hates NIL. It's the and the transfer and the transfer portal in particular because it's it's unregulated free agency. Right. And 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 that's the thing. And like, if he we, didn't want to deal with free agency. In the NFL, he ain't gonna deal with it in college. There's no damn way he wants to deal with it in college. Right, and and that's the thing we talked. I mean, we talked about a lot, a lot last week, and I could see, especially with the transfer portal, you know, and all the shit that I've given him over the past three years, because I have. Right, but I once could, it became relevant, and, well, and like now, right. especially this year. Yeah, I mean, half of these teams in the bowl games this year in college football weren't even the same team. That wasn't the same fucking team they won all those games with. No. Wasn't the same roster. So I mean, it's so I can actually understand it now. It's and it, it took a was, little bit. He was trying to warn, warn everybody, right? But he wasn't warning everybody. He was just complaining. Yeah, he was just bitching. Yeah. Oh well, I don't. This isn't fair. 
Well, you, you having the best roster four deep yeah. for 10 years <laughs> wasn't fair either, dude. Yeah, fuck off. <laughs> yeah, a little money starts, little coins allowed to hit the table and shit evens yeah. out. Yeah, you're pissy. We get it. When you're the most expensive employee in the state of Alabama. <laughs> and it's not even close. Not even close. Like, state officials don't even get paid as much as him. No, he, he makes almost 10 times what the governor makes. Yeah. Like, get the fuck out of here, man. You're the one crying? <laughs> yeah. About everybody. And, and not about it's going to be bad for football in this manner. No, it's going to be bad I for can't him. Com- yes. It, That's it. it. His was like, it was just, it's bad for me. I can't compete with AM like this. Right? Like, fucking dock your pay, bro. Pull a fucking Tom Brady. I want the guys. Harbaugh talked about that in the press conference before the national championship game. Because everybody, when he's being bombarded with all these dumbass questions, yeah, he kept trying to steer it back to the players. Right. And he brought this up. He's like, hey, you know, uh, just like Spurrier said years ago, mm-hmm. you know, all of us coaches, he included him. Yeah. He said, all of us co- co- coaches, that, I'm a coach, that includes me. Right. We can take 5 or 10% and set up a pot that all of these players can get can paid. Pull from. Yeah. To pay them. Yeah. The NCAA and all these, all of these institutions. This, what we're we're doing to these kids is fair. We're making billions of dollars off of their work. Absolutely. And don't want to let them share in it. And that's that's always and been nobody the argument. wanted to talk about that. No, and that's always one of the arguments it's, that I is, threw is it, out there. But are you going to the NFL though? <laughs> yeah. Get the fuck. That's because that's what matters, not the kids. No. And and that good on Michigan for fucking winning, especially in style. Like they did. That was that's pretty dominant. Yeah. Now the, Washington is correct. They did have moments where they could have made plays. Absolutely. And and made that a close game. Mm-hmm. And the and Penix and Adunze and uh, Dorian, the coach. Yeah. They, they all three, they, they're like, no, uh, yeah, we got steamrolled, but we shouldn't have. We missed plays. There was plays there for us to make, and yep. we missed them. We didn't make them. Well, and, and that's the thing. Going into the fourth quarter, <clears throat> it was 20 to 13. It was a lot closer than what that final score showed. Yeah. And then <laughs> missed plays and fucking just gone well, on Michigan side. Just, Michigan's <laughs> running game was just <laughs> destructive. Yeah, so... I mean, and, and <clears throat> I got a playoff fun fact for you. Okay, let's how's yeah, that? Let's move on. First year since 1998, Tom Brady or Peyton Manning are not in the playoffs. It's <laughs> a bunch of bullshit. 1998. It's <laughs> a bunch of bullshit. That's 26 years. <laughs> yep. Thank you for that ESPN I will give you some credit for that Yeah no shit Well played (laughs) Want another uh, little You know what That's annoying as fuck Actually (laughs) now that The more it's starting to sink in And if Brady would have not retired Yeah he would have Tampa Bay's in the playoffs Yeah (laughs) That's what That's what I'm saying It's like it's annoying as fuck Because this is sinking in And setting in Oh Fuck those guys. <laughs> really not bad. No. Really not, not bad. Not at all. 
Almost three decades. That's that's saying a lot. Okay, you ready for this one? Probably not, but let's go. January 8th of 2023. The Texans beat the Colts in week 18, causing them to drop from number one to number two. Remember Lovey Smith oh. winning that game as a fuck you on his way out the door? Yep. He knew it. Yeah. The players knew it. They told everybody, fuck you, and yeah. won the game. Dropped them from number one to number two. Yep. January 6th, 2024. The Texans beat the Colts in week 18 to clinch a playoff berth with their number two overall pick, quarterback C.J. Stroud, leading the way. Yep. I love it. I Actually, I was kind of pissed our, our Colts fan wasn't at work today. And I didn't get yeah. to see him much yesterday, so I was like, damn it, I need to fuck with him when he gets back. Like, why? No reason. <laughs> no reason at all. <laughs> if Houston drafted number one, if they would have secured the number one overall pick. Yeah. That would have been Bryce Young. Oh, yeah. Everybody's destroying Bryce Young for being so horrible. Houston would have taken him number one. Quit it. Yeah. Now, would they have been wrong? Absolutely. I mean, I had CJ rated higher. Josh had Bryce. And Josh, going back and watching the tape of Bryce at college his senior year. Yeah. You can see why, I can I can see why Josh had him. Because of the throws he is making, the plays he is making. He was not making him with the same receivers that Alabama had been putting on the field. Right. Those guys were already in the NFL. All the other NFL receivers were sitting in Ohio State. <laughs> So Josh's thought process on having Bryce over CJ was Makes not wrong. Sense. My CJ thought process was what he did to that Georgia defense, right. all of which are now playing in the NFL. Yep. <laughs> and CJ Stroud is the real deal. <laughs> yeah. This team was fighting for the number one overall pick last year. Yeah. They're in the playoffs with 10 fucking wins. Yeah. Name the big free agent splash they had. Still can't name anybody on Dalton fucking Schultz, the, the tight end that I was begging oh, yeah, the Cowboys. Yeah. That was their big free agent splash. Yeah. The tight end I was begging the Cowboys not to give $10 million to. Yeah. CJ Stroud took that to the fucking playoffs. Yeah. <laughs> Kid's fucking good. Look at how... Who's better, C.J. Stroud or Justin Herbert? Justin Herbert, that paper. Not to me. No? I don't think it's close. No? I mean, in performance, like, okay, if we looked at C.J. going into this year and Herbert going into this year. Of course it's going to be Herbert. Oh, of course. But look at him right now, after week 18. C.J. Stroud. C.J. It's not close. It's totally C.J., yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, no, I mean... Not wrong at all. Um, and we're gonna get ready. That's all of our fun facts. So we'll get ready to roll through our week 18. Okay. But this is a uh, kind of the drum we've been beating a little bit here, especially for the Chiefs. Uh, did you check out the fun little story Terry sent this morning? Two seconds. Let me double yeah, check. Pull that up. <laughs> Let pull me that double up, check. Because I did and just laughed. It's the same shit I've been bitching about about all it. year long. Can I delete that out of the group? Nope, I can't. Fuck. Oh, the dolls? Fuck you. You're welcome. <laughs> I hated you so much. Somebody finally caught on. 
<laughs> How cute is that? Oh, 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 and the funny thing is, is like this. This actually came up in conversation at work today. People Every, are catching on. No, no, this was the thing. They were still blinded by it. Really? Still blinded. And I was kind of break it down for them. Yeah. Can they finally see it? No. No, really? they still wanted to ignore it. They wanted to blame everything on Kelsey. And I looked at him and was like, yeah, Kelsey's broken. He said that. Well, that's not the problem. Okay, Kelsey's had a down year. Yes. That, no arguments, right? No, not at all. Anybody pull up his numbers to see how down that year is? In comparison to anybody else, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we did that, that thought just choked us both up. Yeah, that was perfect. No. Yeah, he's had a down year for Kelsey. For him. He has not had a down year for any tight end in the fucking NFL. No. He's, at he's all. still playing just fine for an average NFL, for an above average NFL tight end. And so when these nutsacks were sitting here talking, well, you know, T Swizzle and fucking Kelsey, I'm like, shut the what fuck up. What's well, been you know like. How I know you're a retarded <sighs> hillbilly. No shit. And they're like, well, it's it's been like the last six weeks. I was like, it's been the whole season. The only difference this year. That Casey is struggling because they've kept everybody, minus the two tackles. Right. But they've kept everybody. Everybody's in the same fucking health status as they've been the whole damn time. Yep. The only difference is, is they don't have Eric Bieniemy. Yep. And they all just stared at me. It's like, look at what Bieniemy's done in, over in Washington. Have they a winning career? Absolutely not. They did not have a winning career. Who saw year. Sam Howell leading the NFL in passing? Thank you. And I told him, on top of that, every loss that they've had, they have made a second-half comeback and kept all these losses close. Yes. Closer than what they should have been. Yes. Let me rephrase that. The defense that they had to dismantle, it was so bad. Yeah, so bad. Fucking stupid. Montez Sweat led the commanders in sacks. Seven and a half. Well, they traded him to the Bears. He also led the Bears in sacks with seven and a half. Yep. (laughs) So bad. So bad. I... Yeah, no. They couldn't stop anybody. Uh, did they even say, did that article say who was blocking that? Because I yes. love it. Okay, hold on. Yes, the commanders are themselves. Are, the, Josh the Harris, the okay, owner, yeah. is blocking it. Your staff ahead of the playoffs, the Chiefs are to set to play. have any games to play in the postseason. The commanders have fired their coach. They already fired their head coach. Their head coach has already fired their <laughs> defensive coordinator. There was some hope in the Chiefs fan base that they could add former Kansas City offense coordinator Eric Bieniemy when Rivera was fired. Jesus. How funny is that? Dude. And see, when Josh stopped by on Saturday, I would... We're just bullshitting, you know? Yeah. And talking about some of this shit, especially with the enemy and the Chiefs. I'm like, yeah, they've changed some motion and shit, but they haven't changed any route concepts. They motion different people to different spots, but those players still run the exact same fucking route. They haven't changed the route concept. Anytime I see 24 Sky Moore on the field, I know he's running a fucking wheel route. Right. I don't care where that cat lines up. He's running a wheel route. I don't care where you motion him to, he's running a wheel route. Right. Beldez Scantling's running a, a fly pattern or a post. Kelsey's gonna sit down over the middle somewhere. Right. 
Yeah, no, it's the routes. The they they change the window dressing, but they don't change any concepts behind it. Now. No, and it's still the same. The only reason shit. is because the enemy's not there. Yep. So if I know sitting at home on my couch with a drink in hand that number twenty four is on the field, he's running will route. Surely the motherfuckers that are making a million dollars a year that are paid to <laughs> sit there and watch. Surely they noticed too. And now everybody's shocked when the defense has caught on. No shit. Why'd they catch on? Because you actually haven't changed anything this year. Nope. Hey. Where's a new exciting play from practice that we made up last week? Yeah. None of that. Now, how many years for five years in a row? Yep. Did we see that at least twice a year? Every year. Every year. What year didn't we see that? <clears throat> this year. Huh. Because what's, we didn't have different? the enemy. Wait, Mahomes isn't, isn't there? No, he's Kelsey's still there. Not there. Kelsey's no, not he's practicing. He's still there too. Yeah. No. Oh shit. The enemy's no, not there. It's the enemy, and that's what I kept trying to beat into these stupid fuckers was is that their only downfall, because even even in the beginning of the season, especially the the Detroit loss, they all lost their shit, and I told them I was like, you guys just need to fucking grow up and pay attention to Detroit. Detroit, they're coming out. They're coming strong. Yep. And hey, who's in the playoffs? Hey. <laughs> Number three seed, by the way. Thank you. Hey, what seeds Kansas City? <laughs> three seed. Yeah. You're welcome. So I, I just, I just laughed at them because as I'm sitting there, just spouting off fact after fact after fact, they're like, "No, it's, it's Taylor." Every time she's at the game, I was like, "That has nothing to do with it." No. Who gives a shit if fucking Kelsey's starstruck and um, that, she's so sweet. Look at her. Just hey, Pat, Pat. Tell your wife to get off my <laughs> Right. Like, I mean, who gives a shit? No it's one. cute and adorable. That's it. It was cute for 15 seconds. Let it yeah. go. Yeah. And it's not, it's not what's affecting the game. No. Kelsey's a fucking, he's a phenom in his career. Actually, he is. And I'm sorry. I'm, his ex, Boo, way hotter than T-Swizzle. Who's his ex I don't know, some model. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, he's a big dude. I, yeah, I get it. I, I mean, I'm, I'm just saying. Hey, she's way hotter than T-Swizzle. He wasn't that starstruck with her. So, get the fuck over it. Like, I don't care. The real facts of the matter is, outside of those two tackles, the team, the roster is damn near the exact same. Yes. Especially the active players on the field at any given point in time. Yes. The enemy's what's gone. Yes. The enemy's what's missing. And I jumped over to this <laughs> to skate back to the C.J. Stroud, Justin Herbert. Right. To show how important coordinators are. Justin Herbert's best season in the NFL was his rookie season. Right. Guess who his offensive coordinator was that year? Yeah. Shane Steichen. Okay. Jalen Hurts' best season in the NFL was last year. Who was his offensive coordinator last year? I'm assuming. Shane Steichen. Okay. Look what Shane Steichen just did with the fucking Colts as their head coach. Yeah. The Eagles roster is the exact same, except they upgraded their running back. Right. And they did... Their roster's better. Yeah. And they did way worse this year. they lost their offensive and defensive coordinators. Coaches matter. They're grasping at, at straws so hard at the end of the year... They promoted Matt Patricia. Yeah. Yeah. So all these people 
calm down. And <sighs> calm down. Look at look at some. You have to look at these coordinators too. And see, and that's and that's the killer thing about the fan bases. <clears throat> the diehards like you and Josh, you guys pay attention. Your fingers on the pulse. You guys understand. Know what the fuck's going on. Our opinions aren't going to line up with the fan base. Oh, absolutely not. But it's going to line up with what's going on on the field. Right. And the thing is, is like, I know Adam Gaze is a fucking horrendous coach. What's the problem with the offense with the Jets right now, speaking of Gaze? (laughs) What was the problem with the offense? Not enough playmakers? No, they were pretty stout. They had, they had, uh, the... Brees Hall. Brees Hall came back. Fucking. They were so deep, they went ahead and cut Dalvin Cook so he could sign with the playoff team. Yeah. Yeah. No. Everybody in the NFL knows the problem is Nathaniel Hackett. Look who But that's who Aaron Rodgers wants. Right. And the thing is, is like, Nathaniel Hackett, look what he did with Russell Wilson. Making the fan base believe 100% that they were correct. Russ is washed out. He's too old. He can't do it no more. Blah, 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 blah. Yeah. Did not happen. Sean Payton comes in. Boom. Fucking Denver. 7 and 8. Their offense isn't scoring a lot of points, but But, they are moving the fucking football and not turning it over. Oh, yeah. The amount of fucking yards that Russell has for this year. Tell me he's washed out one more fucking time. I dare you. Say it to my face. Yeah, fuck off. He's blushing. <laughs> <laughs> I, I just wanted you to jump up out of your chair. I kick your ass, but that means I gotta get up. <laughs> <laughs> but that's what I'm getting at: is bad coaches ruin players' ruin careers. Ruin players' careers. Tannehill, you get Tannehill away from gays. Holy shit! Yeah, he was a bust. Yeah, he was a bust in Miami. Yeah, Can't play quarterback. Horrible. horrible. We knew he was a receiver. Uh huh. Get him to fucking Tennessee. Hey. Has a winning fucking player of the yeah. year. We're the number one seed. Playoffs run through Tennessee. Yeah. Get the fuck out of here. And that's because they removed Gates from the equation. <laughs> Pretty. And that's the thing is like some of these fucking things are really Gase obvious. and Hackett both come from Green Bay too. Uh-oh. <laughs> Uh-oh. Now, are you going to say if McCarthy's a, a hack like Gates and Hackett? No. Okay. McCarthy was smart enough because let's go back to week six of this year. Okay. The debacle that was the San Francisco game. Because up until then, we were winning. Right. But. And then. Our offense was not producing. Mm Mm-hmm. We were holding on. And then we get just completely annihilated and embarrassed in San Francisco. CeeDee Lamb. Lightly walks into McCarthy's office on Tuesday. Hey, coach, got a minute? Come on. I'm not trying to be a diva. Yeah. I'm not trying to blame anybody. Right. It's not what I'm here for. Can I please get the ball going? He listened. Yeah. He listened. He's smart enough to listen. He's like, wait. Yeah, that number 88... Yeah, you're probably good enough. Right. Well, he dealt with Devontae Adams for how long? Right. Hey, wait. When I got to do this good, <coughs> you got to get him the ball. You got to give him a chance. 
Give him a and chance. And that's Give not him. a Aaron, so you can't just line 88 up at one spot. No. And just have him go. Because Dak's not that good. No. What A.A. Ron and Devontae Adams were <laughs> in Green Bay was just stupid ridiculous. Yeah, it was. Devontae ran two fucking routes. And it didn't matter. He's getting 120 catches, 1,500 yep. yards, and 13 touchdowns every year on running two routes. Yep. That's how good those <laughs> cats were. And lo and behold, you move CD around. You just fuck it. I'm getting him the ball. From week six on, nobody touched CD. He was the best receiver in football. Oh, yeah. And it wasn't close. CD's numbers from week six through week 18, nobody came close to them. No. In Dallas's offense, nobody came close to him. So, no, McCarthy actually listened to CD, and I'm sure Dak, and I'm sure Brian Schottenheimer. Right. Like, hey, coach, um... Uh, maybe. <laughs> just maybe. I was just thinking if. <laughs> we could get 88 the ball. Yeah. Yeah, you know what? But coordinators are massively, massively important. Oh, yeah. And, yeah. Fucking Eagles. That's a prime example. The Eagles and Chiefs are the prime example this year. Yeah. Defensive coordinators, same. The offensive not. coordinators, not. And look where they're both struggling. They're both struggling with their offense. How the fuck? That was Philly's problem whenever uh, Sirianni took over. No, we're going to throw the ball with Jalen Hurts 50 times a game. Why? He's He's a play-action quarterback. You throw... If he throws... Remember his first year... What, 25? His first year, they they started one and five. Right. We're getting their asses whipped. Right. Because they refused to run the football. Then they started running the football and running play action with Jalen Hurts, and all of a sudden you can't made, fucking beat them. They've made it to the fucking Super Bowl. And, and this year, what is their offense? Uh, yeah, I don't know. They don't know. This year they had fans holding up signs in the freezing cold leading into the practice facility run the football. <laughs> Dude... They have no identity. Dallas has an identity. Yeah. Stop 88. Yep. That's their identity. Everybody knows it. Detroit knew it. Oh, yeah. Did it happen? And it worked. No, it didn't. You better pull up CD's numbers. It did not work. I know. I know. Yeah. Everybody knows that's what Dallas is going to do. They're going to throw the ball to 88. Oh, yeah. And nobody's been able to stop it. That's their identity. Yeah. Kansas City kind of doesn't have that identity. They're kind of lost. A little bit. Philly doesn't have that identity. Last year, Philly's defense led the NFL in sacks. It wasn't close. Nope. This year? This year? Huh? They've just got a deeper roster of pass rushers. Yeah. And half the sacks. Yeah. Those coordinators, man. Massively, massively important. Matters. Breaking news, the New Jersey Giants. <laughs> yes, sir. You're welcome, Terry. I'm I, I paying attention for you, brother. Oh. Um, well, over the weekend, Brian Dable fired oh. Wink Martindale's top two defensive assistants, the Wilkins brothers, the, ones, the two he brought over oh. from Baltimore with. Yeah. He fired them because there was growing 
frustration and discontent in the building at the offense. Who Dable's in charge of. Let's not forget that. Wings in charge of the defense. Dable's in charge of the offense. <laughs> the defense got fucked this year. Yeah. Okay. Uh, ESPN Analytics actually had the Giants defense ranked 17th. Their offense was 30th. I, I 100% agree with the offense. I would have said defense was a little bit higher. No, it was low, it was actually technically lower. Uh-huh. That's where the analytics come into play and balance it out. Gotcha. And it pushed them up to 17. Gotcha. Okay. But yeah, no, I fully agree. And with special the teams were 25. And so the defense saw what was going on on the offense. Uh huh. Saw them bucking everything up. They kept saying. No, they just kind of walled themselves off. Oh. And so it became a. A struggle and a fight within the building so that the defense wasn't going to answer to anybody but themselves and the owner. <laughs> fuck Dable and fuck the offense. I um, mean... So Dable fires his top two assistants. The older Wilkins brother was yeah. his right-hand man, the linebacker's coach. Right. And once he, and that's who he was going after, his right-hand man. Right. <laughs> And they were sitting down, they are like, well, if we're going to fire him, we may as well kick the other one out, too. And they did. And Wink Martindale got pissed off about it, went in, cussed him the fuck out, slammed the door, and left the building. Flew back home to Florida. Yeah, he, he got let go today. Oh. He got let go today. He got let go. He got let go. <clears throat> and that was Dable asserting himself as, no, I'm the boss. Right. You answer to me. Yeah. I'm the one that, that hired you. <laughs> At least there's not problems in 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 New Jersey right. across the board. Across the board, New Jersey flying high. <laughs> Fucking a. And of course, there's been more, you know, coordinator movement and shit like that. Right. But it's too deep to get into. Gonna gonna make a really long show. Oh yeah. And most fans don't care about the coordinator movement. These are just a few right. examples of why you should actually pay Wait. attention to your coordinators and your position coaches. Absolutely. I mean, uh, Eberflus, the head coach in Chicago. Uh-huh. Yeah, well, he was he was a linebacker coach for Rod Marinelli in Dallas. Okay. Yeah. That's where he, com- he comes from, Dallas. He left... Dallas to go be Frank Reich's defensive coordinator in Indianapolis. That's how he got hired to Chicago as a head coach. Okay. These coordinators and these position coaches do matter. Oh, absolutely. And and a lot of times as fans, you only see the quarterback or the star receiver or the stud pass rusher, and you don't don't actually understand. No. All of the all of the ingredients that go into making well, and, that that whole and that's cake. the thing too is because like even when it comes to head coaches, it's it's a hard press for somebody to actually pay attention to a head coach because I mean outside of <clears throat> we've got just a handful you right know, you know we've got Carroll you've got Belichick you've you got, got Tomlin but the thing is those guys but have now, very tenured careers and then you got Reed you but got, now we got these young guys coming up too now everybody's. Everybody McVay. knows Shanahan. Everybody yeah. knows McVay. Everybody knows McDaniel. Yep. 
And so these guys, <coughs> and that's kind of one of the things that I've, I've, I've liked over the last six years, there's six seasons that we've been doing this show to cover all this stuff, is that being able to kind of see the era switch there's a little there is there's I a mean, kind of a generational change happening right. in front of our eyes and 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 that's been really cool because i mean you, you guys cool. have been i mean you guys have been i've been through friends i've been through for, two of them now right and they are cool yeah they are cool so it, it, it it's kind of nice to be able to see the shift and i would love to say one day 15 years from now Man, I, McDaniels has been killing it in Miami ever since he got But it's time for a change, you know? <laughs> right? And, hey. and that's the thing. It's like 15 fucking years. 17 years. That's all. That's a long time, man. It's a long time. I mean, the longest I've held a single, the same job was seven years. And man, man. Yeah. <laughs> fucking 20 years, 22 years. Like, yeah. Oof. Oof. And you get pissed off if you have to work 612s. Yeah. <laughs> These fuckers dream of 612s. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Can I just be And see, fans don't understand. Mm. You know, we understand basic shit. Like, what's the difference? What, what ingredients are different from a wedding cake to the chocolate cake you make at home? Nothing. None. The ingredients Nothing. are the same. But it's all those position coaches. Yeah. Yeah, it's all the position coaches the, that make it fucking That make look. it that beautiful wedding cake. Yep. Each one plays has their own little part, their own little specialty to set it off and set it apart from everything else to make it special. Yep. If not, you just got the chocolate cake that you and the kid made at home. Yep. Is it good? Is it fine? Yeah. Sure. It works. Fucking look like a wedding. No, you're not winning any any prizes. You're not winning it. No, no, not at all. You're not getting the fucking blue ribbon at the county fair. No, not happening. But <laughs> no, I completely agree. So, all of that being said, let's yeah, get that some. Was a re- lot. That was a lot. That was a lot. But <laughs> that's kind of a lot of times what takes it from a two-hour recording session to, to a four-hour, four, five, or six. There's so much. There's so There's much. There's so shit. much. And ESPN could help people out a lot. Absolutely. I understand, but they can't because they got to replay the same breaking news every 15 minutes yep. for six hours instead and, of talking about shit that's actually relevant. And see, that's what kills me, too, is like a lot of a lot of the stuff that Espen Plus has. Like, I mean, we talked about it a couple weeks ago about all the the material that Espen Plus has. Right. And we, we've praised it to an extent but also in the same breath outside of certain occasions hey you know what this is kind of boring as fuck i'm not gonna watch this every day but to help out you that that's that's true that's not you at all no what what i'm saying if anybody in the room or anybody of the group is the casual fan yo that's this guy I, i mean i'm not gonna lie and the thing is is like I love the shit out of Espen Plus. If there was more <clears throat> educational shit towards the game, towards the scope of the game, towards the scope of how the franchises work, more I, I'm cool with learning the strategic side, you know, the, the background stuff. Yeah, you have. Yeah, did you ever <clears throat> think that you would know 
where Matt Eberflus started out as a position coach? Fuck no. <laughs> no, never. And Did the you thing, think it would actually matter? Ah, that's the thing. Six years ago? Absolutely fucking not. Six years ago, yeah, you got Andy Reid and Bill Belichick. Who gives a fuck about the rest of the coaches? That was then, it. Then you go look at uh, Belichick's uh, special teams coach yep. from six years ago. Mm-hmm. The, sh- the shit matters a lot to your team. It absolutely and does. And when you, when you have such an amazing coaching tree, yeah. year over year, your, and- your assistant coaches are going to get poached. And those, yeah, they're not big name free agents leaving. Right. But they matter. And fans don't understand how much losing your, your D-line coach actually matters. And once we start getting into the offseason, this year I am going to sit down and I'm going to write We can do up. a better job at <clears throat> delving into it a little deeper. Right. Just to help. Because, people. well, and that's the thing. Because ESPN apparently doesn't have the fucking resources to do it. We right? got you. Don't right. worry yeah, about it. Yeah, we got this. You know, both of us work a full-time fucking job. But fuck you. We got this. This is how short-sighted everything is. Right. ESPN yesterday. Okay. They posted next year's not scheduled because the schedule's not made. But we know what teams are playing who at home and on the road already. Because that matters. Uh, I can go through team by team and tell you there are eight home games and there are eight road games. But we don't... We haven't even uh, finished the Super Bowl, dude. No. Not at all. We haven't even started. We haven't even taken a playoff snap. No. Uh, dude. Fucking ass, man. And, and that's what I'm saying. There's some things and this that they relates get, back to the Harbaugh shit. He hasn't uh, even played in the national championship game yet. And you're and still, yeah, and they're you already can't get asking, off his dick hey, about the NFL. You, you want a Super Bowl too? You want, you want to go go AFL? No. Oh, okay. Like, get the fuck out of here. You coaching in in San Diego or Vegas? So fucking see, that's, that's the only breaking news that I've been waiting for for the past two hours. <laughs> the ruling's supposed to come down at three. Three o'clock our time. Oh. Gruden's in court, baby. Vegas. Okay, the Raiders fired McDaniel. Pierce is just an interim coach. Right. Gruden said he would he would ditch his lawsuit if he got his job back. Right. You have to remember Davis did not want to fire him anyways. He was forced to. Correct. He's already paying him. Yeah. Might as well just get him fucking back. And the NFL that that's the only way this lawsuit from Gruden is going to go away. Snyder's gone. What? I mean, he's gone. He's out of fucking Washington. He sold the team. He's gone. So Gruden tied to whatever the fuck they were trying to deal with on Snyder. He's gone. Gruden can come back. It was a personal vendetta versus Gruden. Oh, absolutely. And that's what I'm saying is, is like... He talked shit about Goodell. Yeah, but come on. The only thing that they were fucking worried about is whatever Snyder had on their asses. Yes. Snyder's paid out. He's gone. Yes. Goodbye. So you might as well get over yourself. And let fucking Gruden Leave Gruden the fuck alone. Because if you don't... He gonna fuck you. This court is... This case is not getting dismissed. As much as the NFL wants it to, it's not getting dismissed. Have you heard anything about the Flores case? Nope. And he's still coaching, by the way. Flores is? Yeah, Minnesota. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. And so, if you just shut the fuck up, let Davis bring Gruden back, 
uh, suddenly that lawsuit that's going to blow everything that Snyder had on you out the water will go away too. Oh, that's annoying. Okay, the most recent update that I can find, and this is just quick, five second. Yeah. Most recent July, <clears throat> judge won't budge on allowing Brian Flores' suit to proceed to trial. I don't doubt that. I don't doubt that one bit. Well, the Flores lawsuit was different than the Gruden lawsuit. Oh, absolutely. Because Flores was stating racial discrimination. Right. Which. Maybe, maybe not. That's difficult to that, prove. That one's very difficult to prove. Because. No. Again, it, the whole thing. It doesn't matter whether you're black or white. You don't do what your boss tells you, you're going to get fired. Yeah. That's kind of how that works. Yeah. Your boss is going to give you $150,000 per loss. You said no. You got fired. John Gruden court case. See, it went to court. It went to court today. And it's supposed to be ruled upon by 3 p.m. our time, 4 o'clock mountain time. But we don't get that update from Espen. Oh, fuck no. Imagine that. Get the fuck out of here. That's all right. I'll, 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 dig, I'll dig into it tomorrow. No worries. I'll get it figured out. I'm telling you, dude, I've been, I've been eyeballing this motherfucker. Well, and this is the biggest one that I actually fucking... But not one media outlet. Oh. Not one no. mainstream, you know, trusted news source has talked about it at all. Okay, the most recent thing that I can find, uh, NBC Sports has came out on the 6th. Gruden's lawsuit against NFL finally heads to Nevada Supreme Court on January 10th. Yeah. But, like, without... And, and this is the first thing that pops up, right? So, without actually, like, digging, digging... I think it's a bunch of bullshit that there's nothing. Yeah, because that's today. That's today, kids. Oh, hold on. January 10th, 1222. The half-hour hearing is scheduled for 1.30. And the ruling is supposed to be handed down by 3. 3 our time. Yep. 4 their time. And, hey, look at that. Sportico.com. They actually said something about Flores' attempt as well. But still, no result. <laughs> it is what it is. That's what I figured. I figured it'd take take a day. Yeah. It shouldn't, but sometimes it does. Well, I mean, you know. That's it, week 18. Week 18. Ladies and gentlemen. The last week of the fucking regular season. So much stupid shit. So much stupid shit. Saturday, 3 o'clock game. We had the Pittsburgh Steelers, who were 9-7. and seven. Went to Baltimore to play the 13-3 Ravens. Excruciating four hours. We get 17-10. to 10. Pittsburgh for the win. Yeah. Like we all called it. Yes. Minus Terry. Yes. Because we knew Baltimore wasn't playing anybody. Why would they? They just watched <laughs> Chubb 
get carted off the field in meaningless snaps. Yes. They were not going to play shit. Why? Why? When you're number one. Literally, number one. Why would you fucking even risk it? Hey, we're going to take this week off. There's a reason why. And the bye week. Because you already have another bye week coming. So maybe play a little bit to keep that continuity going. Right. That's why the preseason, you see a series. And then you see a quarter. Yep. And then, then you see a half. Yeah. That way you can build some continuity. Because <laughs> we've watched teams in the past do this. Peyton Manning and the Colts are the ones that spring to mind every time. Yep. We've got the number one seed locked up. We've got home field advantage locked up. Bam. Knocked out in round two the first game because you got blown out because you hadn't taken a snap in two fucking weeks. Yeah. Didn't take your reps seriously. <laughs> it happens. It does. But, hey. Steelers win. Tomlin's in the playoffs. Nobody's talking about firing him anymore. No. Nutsacks. Shocker. Fucking, Fucking shocker. Nutsacks. And I'm begging. I'm like, no, fire him. Please. Fire him. We know where he's going. We'll drive down to Jerry's mansion tonight. Okay. <laughs> hey. Hey. You ever seen a grown man naked? Listen, boss. You can shoot me, but I just need you to hear me out for three seconds. <laughs> That's it. Just two words. Two words. That's it. You can yeah. shoot me, kill me, I don't care. Just Fine. two words. Mike, Mike Tomlin. That's it. Oh, and then Saturday afternoon. This Saturday afternoon. Saturday night. We had the Houston Texans go to Indianapolis to play the Colts. Which, fun fact, you already brought up earlier. Twenty-three to nineteen. <sighs> Starting it was a to good be, game, dude. Started becoming an annual defeat. <laughs> it was a good game. Um, Houston dom- really dominant. I mean, their first snap, the first snap of the game was 75 yards. I was going to say, it was... It was CJ, 75 yards. Seven zip. It took one snap. But then, Andy kind of locked down a little bit. Right. They weren't doing anything on offense. The Texans' defense was all over Gardner. Right. All over it. Now, Jonathan Taylor, on the other hand, they had zero answers for. That's why they put up six first-half points. Right. Because Jonathan Taylor was unstoppable. But C.J. just kept battling. Gardner, to his credit, kept battling. Right. And C.J., when they needed the drive, was there to perform. And, you know, when we've got jackasses in the UFC, like Sean Strickland coming out for mental health. Right. And it's okay. We need to do a better job in the media at helping these kids. Hey, and hold CJ, on. whenever he, whenever Kaimi Fairbairn kicked the field goal uh-huh. to go ahead and win the game. And CJ's just, he's every, he's trying to hold back the tears but it's not 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 working out very well hold on now hold on i'm gonna say this right here right now three years ago when andrew luck came out and said hey i'm just done it's me mentally and i supported that and i said hey this is great you and josh sat there oh you fucking take your wham take your wham burger and your wham fries and shut the fuck up your wham burger and french fries thank you yeah fuck you guys that flippard sucks little (laughs) sissy boy (laughs) The fuck 
you guys. I completely changed because I actually studied the land, the Andrew Luck situation too. Right. Yeah, because a lot of it wasn't just. No, and this is this is the part of the Andrew Luck. Just real quick. No, no, and no. We'll jump right back. I in. Mean, we're talking about the Colts. It's fine. It's relevant. Yeah, it, it it's is relevant. relevant. This is the part that people don't understand. He, he couldn't take it. He couldn't hack it. I'm like, no, no, no. He could. He could. Physically. And no, mentally he could. Oh, okay. He could take the mental rigors of what it took to be a champion in the NFL. Right. All the injuries, the surgeries. Right. He was becoming a person he did not want to be. Right. It was the home life side he couldn't take mentally. He saw himself one day in the offseason and was like, I can't do this to my family. Right. This is not what I want my home life to be. Right. And, and that's the thing. And so everybody's like, no, see, he couldn't handle it. No, he couldn't. He could handle mentally what the NFL oh, what was, was demanding him. of him. Yeah. He could not take the mental toll at home. He didn't want to make the sack. Well, he's not. He was not yeah, willing he, to he make wasn't, that sacrifice. Right. And and that's one of the things is like. Jordan was a dick at <sighs> practice, right? Yeah. He's also a fucking dick at home. Andrew Luck didn't want to be that. No. That's. And right or wrong, unfortunately, hey. that is a championship mentality. That's what caused oh. Tom Brady yes. and G- Gazelle. Yeah. She had suffered enough. She was not going to do it anymore. Oh, yeah. It's me or football. Yeah. He chose football. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, and he didn't <clears throat> need the money. No, not at all. G- Gazelle made more than enough money. For both of them. And she works twice a year. Yeah. And and that's the thing, too, is like, and to bring it back to more relative, like. And so now, and I bet Brady could speak to it way better than I can. I've never had to make that choice. Right. Now, I say that, but there was times that I did. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. I mean. Seven days a week, 14 hours a day. Right. I made that choice. And that's one of the things is like, well, fuck. And you know what? I, mean, I, was on I got the, divorced, too. I was on the road. Uh, so we can all actually kind of relate Absolutely. to it. And that's that's the thing is like our sacrifices may not seem as to the uh, extravagant yeah, level we're getting, because we're, we're not, not making 20, 20 billions, million you know, millions of dollars a year. But the thing is, is like that sacrifice is still the same it's level. It's the same sacrifice. It's the same sacrifice. And the thing, the thing with now, Andrew Luck is... Should I have made that sacrifice? Probably not. Right. But did I? Absolutely. Absolutely. I, that's just who I am. And and that's the thing is like seeing, because we've been friends for a minute, right? Just a little bit. So seeing the sacrifices that you made, I was in that same boat with you. I didn't have a seven-year-old at the time. Right. But I was getting ready to have a baby at the time. And so it was one of those things. Yeah, I did, I did the rush. I did all the fucking busy season. And then I went on the road. And worked on the road. And for the first seven months of my oldest's life, I'm like, <laughs> for a job that was 70% travel, that was really 140% travel. Right. It's like, hmm, this sucks. Getting a video of him learning his first walk-in while I'm out in the middle of bumfuck nowhere, beating blazing sun. Like, eh, no, you know what? There's money somewhere See, else. I see that, and I understand that. Right. But I would have looked at it from the flip side. Mm-hmm. 
look how great technology is that even though I'm not there, I still get... I can still experience it. Yeah. And that, I mean, that was a benefit. Like, I still got to see it. Because I, I st- didn't. Right. <laughs> and that's the thing. And I wasn't on the fucking road. Right. And that's the thing. It's like, <sighs> man, it sucks. And, and I'm happy that I learned early in those kids' lives that there's a line. And I had to find the perfect see, I've balance. I've never learned that line. line. I'm still to this day. 48 years old, I did not know that line. <laughs> right. But I'm single. The only thing I have to worry about is the dog. Yeah. And that bitch don't give two fucks no, about that line. No, every time I open the door, that bitch happens. <laughs> yeah, that, that bitch don't give two fucks about that line. Anyways, so, CJ with the win, fighting and so back he comes tears. out, and, and we're so ingrained uh-huh. that he's like, I- I'm sorry. And the sideline reporter, she did a great job. She did, she did a great job. I'm not blaming individual reporters. I'm just talking about, you know, the media and society in, in general. Yep. She's like, no, you're fine. Take your time. Yeah. You're okay. That should always be he's the like, response. No. Yeah. And, <laughs> and he's like, no, no, I'm sorry. Just give me a second. Let me. It's like, no, take no, your dude, time. Dude, we, I just said take your time. You're okay. You're a rookie quarterback that just led a shit team to the playoffs. Yeah, you cry all you want, brother. Yeah. We understand. <laughs> We're not judging. We are well, not judging you. We understand. <clears throat> now for the asshats that are out there that are judging. Fuck off. No, I made fun of Caleb Williams for running the sideline and jumping to mama's arm and crying this year. Right. After a loss. Yeah. That's. <laughs> I don't like crying when you lose. No, you're more than happy. To, you're more than welcome to cry when you win. There, there's other emotions you should be going through whenever you lose. Yeah. Outside of crying. <sighs> Yeah. When you win like that. Yeah. When you refuse to give up and quit fighting. Now, if you refuse to give up and quit fighting and lose, I'm fine with it. Yeah. I get it. And I just, you know, I, and there's a couple of, one girl in particular on X that I follow. Mm -hmm. And she's a new one I just found, Kansas girl. And she's a Texans fan. There's an inornate amount of Texas fans in Kansas. I know several Texans fans here in Kansas. Implanted? Or homegrown? Uh, A couple of them homegrown. A couple of them implanted. See, the implants I get, the homegrown ones, those are the ones. I know homegrowns. Those are the ones that kind of like... I know homegrowns from Pittsburgh, Kansas. Born and raised, never lived anywhere but Pittsburgh, Kansas. Texans fans. There's... There's, there's underlying. There. So she's bragging about CJ, and so I, I, I you know, gave out my little spill. I, I had him number one, but that doesn't mean Bryce is shit. I think Bryce is actually pretty good. Oh yeah, he just his shit situation. He had a shit deck. Yeah. Not just a shit hand, a shit deck. Yeah. Like. <clears throat> and so I was, I was going over the CJ thing with her, and she's like, Yeah, no, I completely agree. I'm like. Dude, you cry yeah. all the fuck you want. Absolutely. But you just pulled off. Oh, you, you cry all you want, brother. Don't you worry about it. You have zero oh, yeah. reasons to apologize. No, not at all. Especially when they win next week. <laughs> Let's finish Sunday first. <laughs> all right, so getting into Sunday. Let's... Uh, we all have Houston. We all had Houston except for... Josh Pick. Oh, he rode the Minshew train. Josh, but the Minshew train. See, hey, if he was here... Hey, but look at what Steichen did with... 
Oh, yeah. Remember, they drafted Anthony Richardson super high. Yep. And he was actually, they were two and two. He was doing pretty good until he And he was got actually it. playing way better than any other rookie quarterback through four weeks. Yep. And then once he got <clears throat> his second injury. Yeah. His they just shut him down. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Because uh, he was out with a concussion. And then he injured the shoulder. Yep. Like, no, we're done. Yeah, just. And Steichen managed to hold it together. What was their final record? Nine and eight. A winning season. Yeah. With three different fucking quarterbacks. With the Jonathan Taylor debacle <laughs> yeah. at the beginning of the year. Yep. And the uh, Darius Leonard. Oh, yeah. Debacle all throughout the year, who yep. they ended up trading to Philly <clears throat> at the end of the year. Yep. Shane Steichen ended up with a winning record. Going back to those coordinators. A lot of shit going on, and he was able to handle it. So, <clears throat> I, <laughs> sometimes, ah, man. Man, I, all these roundabouts, I find. I do. I, I hate find it. All I hate it so much. I hate it so much because there's a lot. There's a lot that go into a team. And, I mean, 53 guys just on the roster. That's just on the <clears throat> active roster. Yeah. That's not including staffing at all. And practice squad. And Yeah. And it, it's just, it's, <clears throat> it, there's either, a lot. There's hundreds. I mean. Literally if, hundreds. Every NFL foot, every oh, yeah. NFL franchise cons, consists of 500 individuals. Yeah. And yet anybody and everybody that's the casual fan or less can only pick out maybe three, three names. <laughs> three names. Out of three teams. Like... Legitimately, yeah. <laughs> it's like, come on, no, it, it takes a lot. <clears throat> so it's to see all the gears and cogs moving together all at once to still come. I mean, fuck, dude. Going into the season, even with C.J. Stroud drafted, and he's our starting quarterback. This is where we're going. Nobody knew what the fuck Houston was gonna be. We all knew they were going to be bad. Yeah. you got a rookie head coach, a rookie quarterback. Yeah. You've got rookie coordinators everywhere. It was so just, you know they're going to be bad. It was like Arizona when they got fucking Kingsbury and uh, Kyler yeah, at the same time. It's a rookie it's like, coach, a rookie quarterback. It sucks. This ain't going to be well. And fucking Arizona had a winning record that year. Yeah. And every loss that year was by three or three, less points. Yeah, it was ridiculous. Stupid. So, <clears throat> just... And the Texans staff, a lot... D'Amico mm. Ryan's poached a lot of position coaches yeah. from San Francisco. Yeah. Fucking, as I was leaving today, Baltimore, San Fran. I just stared at him. I was like, you think San Fran's going to make it? Like Baltimore, San Fran, and just started walking away. I was like, Purdy's down. Oh, McCaffrey will be back. Not, he's not going to be back in time. We'll get to that. <laughs> we'll get to that. All right. We'll get into Sunday. Let's talk about Sunday. First game we're going to talk about here, Cleveland Browns went to Cincinnati to play the Bengals. The one time I believe in Joe Flacco and picking. Nobody plays. <clears throat> Nobody plays. They were locked into the five seed. They couldn't improve. No. Nope. Or, uh, or go down. The, yeah, they couldn't They're, go up or down. They were just a five seed, period. They didn't even think about that. So nobody played. Didn't think that was even going to be a but possibility. But Flacco got his game check. Cleveland gave him his game check. 
14 to 31. Sensi for the win. Did Josh get that son of a bitch? <sighs> yeah, Josh got that son of a yeah, bitch. Yeah, he was the only one. The only one. He was the only one that paid attention that <laughs> Cleveland wasn't playing anybody. Yep. And that I was didn't the, even think about it when no, I made my pick. No, not at all. We, we didn't even discuss it. No, because I did. I just assumed everybody's playing. Yep. You want to win. Didn't think that they were that solid. It is what it is. Yep. I mean, it is what it is. Nice pick, Josh. Good yep. job. Next game we got here, Minnesota Vikings went to Detroit to play the Lions. 20-30 to 30, Detroit for the win. That game was so... <clears throat> ridiculous because it wasn't close but it was close right Detroit took the game over was dominating yep and then out of the blue Mullins just starts throwing shit up to Jefferson (laughs) and nobody not named Jefferson nobody not wearing 18 can catch it besides him (laughs) and so they'd score to keep it in striking distance right but they were never in a position to actually take over and win the game no but Jefferson kept them within striking distance the whole game. And, and then, so I sat down, and I've got all the paperwork at home. Yeah. I didn't bring that paperwork. I brought different paperwork. But I went through that draft class. Because I texted Josh. I'm watching this shit. Like, that has to be the greatest receiver draft class in NFL history. Absolutely. You had top... And CD was the next draft class. Yeah. You had five receivers in that draft class that yeah. that year were top ten receivers. It was uh it was pretty ridiculous. Yeah. It was like we uh, here we need a documentary on that wide receiver draft class. It has to be the greatest receiver draft class in history. Absolutely. He's like, so far it sure looks like it. And it's been what, three years? Four years? Four years. Four years. Four fucking years. And we're still talking about because that. Because Jefferson in that game went over a thousand yards. Jesus. He missed six fucking weeks. Yeah. <laughs> he was the third, became the third, I think, believe it was the third receiver. Yes. Wes Chandler for uh, Don Coriel. Eric, Eric Coriel, the inventor of the air raid system in San Diego. Mm. Legit old school Chargers, San Diego. He, and then I forgot who the second was. And the third was Justin Jefferson to have a thousand yards of receiving in ten fucking games. Because we didn't think he was going to come back because of contract fight because he wanted extended before his fifth year option. Yep. And then Cousins went down, so he knew he wasn't coming back. Lo and behold, he comes back. Yep. Puts up another thousand yard year in ten games. <laughs> you know, last year, yeah, it was last year. Yeah, no, year before. Devonta Smith. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. The was... first year we had seventeen games. Yep. Devonta needed that seventeenth game to get his thousand yards, and the Eagles were happy. Yep. All the Eagles fans were like, "Oh, we finally got a thousand yard receiver." Yeah, but it took you an extra fucking week. Yep. <laughs> Jefferson just did it in ten weeks. Yeah. He's I, and yeah, I mean, <laughs> come on, man. Oh man, okay. all the Philly fans are so pissed because they they were drafting at twenty and Minnesota's drafting at twenty one. At twenty, Jalen Rager from TCU went off the board. 
and at 21, Minnesota took Justin Jefferson. <laughs> I literally went through round by round and tracked every receiver of that draft after mine and Josh's conversation. Yeah. Now, I didn't hit the undrafted free agents. Right. Who there were several that are still producing oh, today. Oh, absolutely. But everybody down to the last receiver in that draft class produced in the NFL. Yeah. <laughs> it's ridiculous. Oh, man. <laughs> uh, Goff looked good. Another good game. Right. Uh, Aiden Hutchinson turning it on at the right time. Yeah, Detroit's tough, man. I mean... In their running game, uh, Montgomery, they, they kept feeding Montgomery to make sure he got 1,000. Uh-huh. And Jared Goff kept feeding... We had, this was bonus week, too. Right. Where we had players that were just... Uh, a, and few give catches, me. few yards, a touchdown away from getting a couple hundred thousand dollar yeah. bonus. Gimme, gimme, gimme. I want my fucking cheddar. And uh, Jared Goff in this game, it, just all game long, just trying to feed Josh Reynolds. <laughs> he just needed a couple catches and a few yards to get $200,000. And they asked him about it post game. He's like, yeah, especially in the fourth quarter. I'm like, I'm looking at the sideline trying not to get in trouble, but I got my boys back. Right. <laughs> and, yeah, I was forcing some throws. <laughs> Just I, I needed to make sure Yeah, he got that paid. Hey, there's nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong with that at all. And so we had a lot of that going on this weekend, and it's super cool to see. Oh, yeah. And a lot of times the coaches get involved, too. Yep. It's not just cutting out the coaches. The coaches get involved. They want to make sure the players get, get their money. Oh, yeah. No, and that's one thing that's always great, especially with teams that you know are in, they're good, they're golden. Yeah, they may hurt a little bit if they lose, but they're still in. And so, just like peewee fucking football, bud. Hey, everybody gets in, you get your hands on it, fucking get that check, get that incentive, let's go. But don't lose. <laughs> Preferably, don't lose. Detroit just wanted to win. They wanted that momentum. Oh, absolutely. Because win or lo lose in that game, they were the three seed. It yeah. was not going to change. Yeah, they're, they And that's the fun. difference between Cleveland, yep. Baltimore, mm -hmm. Detroit. One, five, and three? No. All three teams were locked into their position. Yep. Their seed was not going to change regardless of the outcome of the game. Right. Detroit played till the end. Yeah. Hey, man, my... I don't want to talk about my preseason picks. Uh, uh. All right, let's keep moving on. Let's keep moving on here. So we had the Jacksonville Jaguars go to Tennessee to play the Titans. 28-20, to 20, Titans for the win. Yeah, Derrick Henry destroyed that defense. Defense coordinator fired. Shit can't. Gonzo. Yeah. Uh, Should have been. Yeah. They started out just tearing shit up. They're five and two, running away with everything. Yep. Defense took a turn for the fucking worst. Yeah. And ended up being one of the worst defense in football. And it is what it is. Oh, uh, uh, sorry, I forgot to say, on the Minnesota-Detroit game, uh, we all got that right. <laughs> of 
thank, thank God you clarified yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nobody would have. Uh, nobody that listens would have ever guessed that. This game. Yeah. This game. Terror uh, Bear. Terror Bear. Fucking, fucking Terror Bear. Okay. Every now and then it fucking kills me that if he had just quit picking the Giants every fucking week. Yeah. He'd stand a chance. I know. He'd stand a chance, but nope. There's always that one. Always that one. Always that one. Uh, coincidentally, the Titans. <laughs> yep. Finished season at five and eleven. Six and eleven. Six and eleven. Six five and, and four at home. Yes. They were one and eight on or one and seven on the road. Yeah. <laughs> That's why Vrabel got fired. Yes, he's a great leader of men. Just can't do it away from both. It matters. It does. It matters. Uh, next game we get here. Uh, the New Jersey Jets go to Foxborough to play the Patriots. 17-3. to three. Yeah, it was a beatdown. It was bad and nasty. Yeah. Uh, <sighs> I mean, so the Jets helped out the Patriots' draft position? Yeah. <laughs> that, I mean, that's I all that game mattered. Yeah, that game. And you helped solidify the Patriots' draft position. Yeah. Uh, the first 18 picks are locked in in the draft after week 18. Yeah. And 19 through 32 won't be determined until after the Super Bowl. Right. Now they'll start ticking off the board as we play playoff games. Right. And, you know, actual positions get locked in. But the first 18 are set. Fucking Patriots man. are locked in at three. Good on them. <laughs> it's not a bad spot to be set. No, it's really not. I mean... <clears throat> when you need talent on your team... Yep. Hey, look at that. It's a good starting place. Not bad. Uh Oh, and, and by the way, fucking Terry Bear. Terry had the... Had, had New Jersey. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and we all should have. In, in all it's honesty. The Jets defense. Yeah. Jets defense. And I'm pretty sure we touched base on that last week, too. Yeah. We picked we pick, uh, New England just because Belichick just saying, fuck you. And that was one of the things, too. It was like, yeah, he's going to come out. He's going to fucking win and say, fuck you. I'm tired of hearing all this bullshit about yeah. firing you. You know, me being done and picking New England. But, No. Jets came out. Jets Patriots came just don't have as much talent on their team as no. Jets do. But on the bright side, as a Patriots fan, mm-hmm. this was the last year of the Brady cat fuck. Yep. Yep. And so now the Patriots can get back to what they, they used are to do. rolling and cap cash. Yeah. Uh oh. Yeah. Dude, that's it, how uh, bad that Brady kicking the contract down the road had fucked them. Three years. Yeah. Took them three years to crawl out of it. Now they have cap space. Made a decent quarterback like Cam Newton look like just dog shit. Made, Actually, Cam played pretty solid. He still had winning. He, no, he had a winning record when he, before he got injured. Yes. Yeah, he had Because they finished the season seven and nine. Yeah. So, and then with Mac Jones, still not a bad quarterback. <clears throat> They were almost in the playoff with Mac Jones. He threw for 4,000 yards, but McDaniel was his offensive coordinator. Yep. Then McDaniels took over the Raiders' job. Sometimes coordinators aren't head coaches. We've gone over this several times. Yes. 
We just hadn't talked about how important the coordinators are as, as coordinators. Yes. But that destroyed Mac Jones. Because yes. you put Dumb and Dumber in charge of the offense. I still can't. I still can't keep playing. You try to bring in O'Brien to right the ship, mm-hmm. but there's just no talent on the offensive side of the ball. No. They couldn't afford it. They couldn't afford it. Now they can. They are flush in cap space now. And they've got a top five draft pick. Their options are wide open. No, it honestly, <clears throat> I, and like Matt, uh, he's a Pats fan. I mean, he's from Rhode Island, so of course he's, and he's like, man, fuck them. And I was like, give him a year. He's like, what? It's like, wait, just wait. Yeah, calm down. Just wait. I mean, yeah, is the dynasty over? Absolutely. But they were at it for a while. They kind of know the right formula. Just give them some time. Give them some time and you some money. Get, It'll be Whenever you, we do all this cap manipulation, <clears throat> you still have to pay for it in the end. Yep. Kind of like our national debt. Yeah. It's Economics 101. Anybody, any economics professor that tells you it's not the same is lying. Yes. <laughs> They're lying to you. No, a checkbook's a fucking checkbook. Yeah. And anytime it's in the negative, you're going to have to pay it off eventually. Yeah. One way or the other. It's all the same. It all works out the same at the end. Yeah. That bill's going to come fucking due. <laughs> you're going to oh, have to man. pay it. You're going to suffer for a little bit. But once you, once you finish suffering, the Great Depression wasn't the end of the stakes. No. We came out better on the other side. Yep. Because we suffer, we learn what Wait. suffering is. Sometimes you have to learn to suffer to learn how to win. Yeah. Uh, what what is it? We, hard, hard, hard times build hard men. Right. Hard men build weak time, weak men, or hard hard men build easy times. Yes. Easy times build weak men. It's a circle. It really is. Which we're coming due. Every bill comes due. Every bill comes due. And so, New England with the cap fuck gone. Great fucking. It's finally off the books. Yeah. They're free from it. They got a great fucking draft pick. I, they have tons of great draft picks. It'll be fine. They're, they're going to be re- fine. Yeah. I mean, this is the team that we praise the f- simple fact that during the offseason, Hey, pay him five grand to show up here. Thanks for coming out. We're gonna keep looking. Yeah. But he caught. He he ran every route. He caught it. Yeah, yeah, it's fine. Thanks for coming. Here's your check. We'll keep going. And they do every, every fucking time. Every year. Every time. They'll bring in un, unlimited amount of players to oh, find yeah. the guy that they 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 want. They're not afraid to cut bait and run. Nope, we fucked up. Yep. Get out of here. So it it'll be fine. Now, if they fuck up with Belichick, because you said still like two years left on his contract or two something. Two years, like yes. So if for some odd reason they make a contract deal, pay him out or whatever, just to, he can go fishing with Saban and Jimmy. Yeah, he'll be fine. Belichick will Saban be fine. And Jimmy Johnson are all <sighs> best friends. I want that podcast. <laughs> I just want to go fishing with him once. That's why I say a podcast, because it it's like you're there. It's not fully. I mean, I'd much rather be in Yeah, I'd much Florida rather just go fishing, just fishing with him once. 
but I know that's never gonna happen. At yeah. least give me give me a chance at the experience. <laughs> but <clears throat> let us we'll, move on. Okay, yeah. moving on. Definitely. Speaking of dumb <laughs> shit. <laughs> so we got the Atlanta Falcons go to Nola to play the Saints. Seventeen to forty-eight. Saints for the win. It was 14 to 7 the first quarter for the Falcons. <laughs> yeah. What, what was this score? 28 to 3? <laughs> this is just. Like, what? <laughs> Why? Why? Atlanta just has shit luck when it comes to comebacks. <laughs> Don't carry the lead. What are you, what are you doing? I mean, your kid, your kid, you let your. That's not a, that's a toddler. Let's be, that's a toddler. Desmond, really? No, no, no. Arthur Smith's kid who dressed up. Oh. As him, as his dad, saying, give Bijan the ball. Yeah. You let the Saints. And the catch that Crystal, I mean, this is what this game boiled down to. The, the highlight of the game was Chris Olave catching a touchdown pass from Derek Carr off of the de- off the defensive back's fucking helmet. <laughs> I shit you not. Chris Olave, one touchdown. That was that fucking play. Oh, man. <laughs> the touchdown came off the defender's helmet. He used the defender's head to haul it in. It's not like it hit him in the head and then bounced off. He's like, oh, ball. No. <laughs> that was the Miami game. We'll get to that later. This was, I used the defender's head to fucking catch the ball. Dude. Everything in Atlanta's fucked up. Oh. And Arthur Smith got fired that night. Yeah, they, they didn't, didn't wait. wait. They didn't wait. We're done. Bye bye uh, we all take it, Nola? No, we all did not. Oh, man. Damn it, Terry. <laughs> man. Oh. No, everybody had the Saints but Terry. Okay. And you and I took the Saints because, well, we had the Saints win in the win South. In division. Yeah. Which they had to win that game to, to be in contention. Yep. To do it. And... Thank God. And kind of like my Pittsburgh pick. I picked Pittsburgh to beat Baltimore today because I knew Baltimore was going to play anything. Right, but you also... I also, been... also picked Baltimore to win that division. Yep. So... Kind of had to. Got to yep. roll with them. So, speaking of the South, we had Tampa Bay go to Carolina to play the Panthers. Nine to nothing. Yep. Tampa Bay for the win. And everybody's going to look at that and not understand what that actually was. Um, you have to watch the post-game interview with Baker mm-hmm. on the field. Female sideline reporter, by the way. Uh-huh. Baker was 20 of 32, but he only threw for 137 yards. Yeah. That's why it was nine to seven. Yeah. And she asked Bay, because once Tampa Bay won that game, they won the division. Right. And she asked Baker, she's like, Baker, 
I know you probably didn't play the game you wanted to play, but you got the win. Right. How does it feel to come back after everything you've been through the past two years with Carolina and all of the crap there? Just and be in this position now. He's like, you know, it, it, it's great. I love it. Um, I couldn't do it on my own. You know, we've got a great team here. Right. And people might not see it, but I know what we got. We're, we're pretty good. It's like, so we know we know about the rib, the shoulder, and the ankle. How are you feeling? He's like, yeah, I feel some things. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to lie. Uh, it was tough. It was a tough one. Right. Baker was hurt the whole fucking game. Oh, yeah. The whole fucking game. Dude, that kid... That fucking kid. Yep. As Look much. at what he did in L.A. last year. Dude. After wh- Carolina gave up. Everything. And then Stafford goes down. Yeah. And they bring Baker in. And they fucking go. Baker looked really good in that Rams offense. Yeah. That's the thing is, like, this kid has been through so much shit in his NFL career. He's still <clears throat> standing there fighting. And he's still producing. Joe Flacco's not the quarterback that broke Cleveland playoffs drought. No. It was, was Baker fucking Mayfield. Baker. Yeah. And, and that's the one thing. And I, and I will always preach this. Baker Mayfield, his rookie year, was three yards short of being in the playoffs. Yes. Because. Well, not only that, they didn't even start him until week six. Yes. And who, who's the? It's Tyrod. No, I, I know Tyrod. The only reason why Baker came in was because Tyrod was injured after week six. But the coach, because oh, he uh, got fired that yes, year. Yes, uh, Hugh. Yeah, Hugh. Yeah. And it's like, <clears throat> this kid can be phenomenal. Yeah. He really can. He has, he has the potential to be a dynasty quarterback. He does. And it goes back to college. Everybody looks at it. Yeah, but he yeah. got beat out. He didn't. He got injured. Mah- then Mahomes took over. He didn't get beat out. No. He was the starting quarterback. Yep. He couldn't beat Mahomes out. Yeah. I know all the shit I talked about Mahomes coming out. <laughs> I understand. And I always point that out. Oh, I'm yeah. glad that we have the audio. And a lot hey, of times we have video. records, and we're able to sit down. Of and all the calls them. that I got right that nobody listens to, I at least have proof. Right. But I also do toss in the, and that's the one caveat I always point to. Yep. The Boy, Mahomes mistake. Still eating fucking crow on that one, but always, yeah. always going to have to. And I'm so pissed I made because fun of Mahomes I so much. Fell so hard for that hype train, that anti-hype train that you had for Mahomes. Like, yeah, you did. Damn, you had me thoroughly convinced, bud. Yeah. I did. I had me thoroughly convinced. <laughs> and then Tampa and, with that fucking... That's, that's why Baker ended up at OU. Yeah. Because he couldn't beat up... He couldn't take his starting job back from Patrick Mahomes. Yep. We're crushing the kid for that? No. Not a... <laughs> but we kind of are. <laughs> we... No. But when I say we, I just mean in general. In general, yes. That's really why Baker's getting crushed. He couldn't beat out Patrick Mahomes. Cool. Who name name one other dude that (laughs) can't? Who can't? Oh wait. (laughs) 
who who can't? Please. Brady's still Let me struggling. see that list. Who's Andy Reid starting? Patrick Mahomes or Tom Brady? Patrick Mahomes. Do you think it's even a, a decision? <laughs> there ain't even a thought in his head. He's saying it fucking with confidence while he's stealing fucking Patrick's nuggies. Yeah. Pretty confident about it. Yeah. And Baker gets crushed for it. You'll never be as good as Patrick. Did, cool. Who is? This is what kills me. It's <clears throat> five, six, six seasons we've been doing this fucking show. And we have been defending Baker the whole fucking time. Kinda have to. Well, he's doing ads in his underwear. So, so what? Fuck it. The only reason I don't why give a I, shit as a fan, I don't care. Yeah, the only reason why I was ever a Peyton Manning fan wasn't because of football. It was because of his fucking ads. His commercial. He's hilarious as fuck. Well, I got you this first aid kit. Coach, yeah. have your cut. <laughs> oh, cut. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, man. But, no, it's... That nope. kid... It, the kid's good. He's got a... He's, he can leave. He's got a very illustrious career. He's fiery. I get yeah. that. But... He can he back it up. up. He can back it up. And... So, I, I got so much faith in that kid. I mean, his career is going to be... It's been fun following Look it's, at Alex Smith. Oh, in yeah. In San Francisco. Mm-hmm. And then going... And going to Coach Reed and being backing up and Billy. Then going to fucking retire. Coach Reed calls him from the fishing boat. Yep. Hey, you want to come and play quarterback here in Kansas City? Yep. I don't know, Coach. It's trust me. He finds a stable situation. Yep. He lives up to the number one draft pick hype. Yeah. And and that's the thing, man. This and we hit, the, hit on that earlier. You know, these young quarterbacks mm-hmm. don't get the right position. And it fucks their whole career. And it sucks, too, because, like... Bryce Young's not bad. If you look no. at what he... If you actually go back and watch the games and watch him play, he's not playing bad. He's no. on a bad team. Yes. Bad leadership. Yep. Bad leadership. Because we've seen... And... I mean... Tepper, he's like, what, fifth richest person in, in the U.S.? I think so. He's up there. He gets a lot of flack. A lot of flack. He's not had any stability at Carolina since he's taken over. Mm-hmm. But he's a billionaire. He's demanding. He, I'm a, he didn't get a billionaire, become a billionaire by losing. No. He's willing to do anything to win. Right. He believes in Bryce Young. The second the rumors started leaking out of the building, we talked about it that week before the firing. Yeah. Hey, if, if there's rumors leaking from the building that your head coach doesn't did not want that quarterback, he wanted C.J. Stroud. Yeah. You're gonzo, dude. Absolutely. Hey. <sighs> These guys so, are... Yes, he's erratic and chaotic, but he's demanding excellence. Right. And he's backing his quarterback. Yeah. Hey, if that coach don't believe in you, he can kick fucking bricks, dude. I do. Yeah. I've got the money to prove to you. I, I believe in believe. you. We will get somebody in here. Yep. We will get a staff around you to support you. We're oh, going to yeah. fucking win. So I can see, it, like, old school NFL guys, mm-hmm. 
especially players, only see the downside to it. Right. They don't see that upside mentality. No. Of it. This dude don't give a fuck. He'll pay a $300,000 fine. He don't care. Yeah. He just wants to fucking win. Yeah. He's used to winning. He's not used to losing. He's going to win. But and now, he does need to get a staff in place and let them be in place and let them do their fucking job. Yes. And when you have a roster this depleted, you have to recognize my roster sucks. Mm-hmm. Got into this on X2. Like, the, that GM got fired for a reason. Oh, yeah. Look at his draft picks. He hit on Brian Burns and Derek Brown. That's it. Look at all of his other draft picks. They're horrendous. J.C. Horn, <laughs> great. Yeah, he's missed 30 games in three years. That was a first-round draft pick. Yeah, that's not so great. Brian Burns, awesome draft pick coming out of Florida State. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he failed to lock him into a long-term de- deal in the offseason. Mm. So now Brian Burns isn't under fucking contract. Right. That was a great draft pick that you fucked up again. Yeah. Yeah, you got Bryce. You had to trade away the only fucking weapon he had. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You're not a good GM, dude. No. Kick bricks. I would have fired his ass, too. So, Tampa Bay makes playoffs. And we got all that. And we, we all got that right. Carolina, with a loss, locked in Chicago for the number one overall draft pick. Yep. Josh got the division right. Yeah, Josh picked Tampa. Yep. He got it. We had, I mean, we picked the Saints. Yeah, we were close. And we said that Tampa, it was a good, <clears throat> we had just, I, I had. You might have, I did not. I had just a little bit more faith in Derek Carr than I did Baker Mayfield. Because of the stability that Nola had. I had more faith in Derek Carr than I had in Tampa Bay's head coach. Any coach that fires Byron Lethwich? Yeah. Yeah, he don't have much faith in you, dude. Yeah. All right, moving on. Next game we had, speaking of Chicago, Chicago went to Green Bay to play the Packers. 17-9. Go Pack Go. Uh, I picked Chicago, didn't I? Yes, you I did. I was, you were the only one to I take thought it. Fields would come out and dominate the game. Right. Green Bay... No. No, kept him in check. They didn't stop him yardage-wise. They just kept him to field goals. Right. Jordan Love just solidified himself as the best quarterback in Chicago Bears history. (laughs) In his first year start, by the way. Just just for my sanity, can you say that one more time? Jordan Love solidified himself after that that game. Yeah. As the greatest quarterback in Chicago Bears history. Okay. I just wanted yeah. to make sure. That's what I said. Yeah. <laughs> I just wanted to make sure. Yep. Okay. Said looking in my ass. No, it's Jordan Love, dude. Not even close. And that... That being said, I mean, I took Lambeau Field. (laughs) 
which right. proved to be correct. But I liked what Chicago's defense had been doing. Right. And even though Jordan had a good game, Chicago's defense held him to 17 points. Right. Which, I mean... With the December that Jordan Love had? Yeah. Holding with 17 points, pretty freaking good. Yeah, that's a nice feather in your cap. And Justin Fields had a lot of yards. Their offense just... Couldn't they have a problem make putting it to the end push. zone. Yeah. It's the same thing that we saw with Denver at the beginning of the season. Yes. Great. They were in great between, between the 20s. Yeah. After that. <clears throat> field goals. Man. So, uh, that being said. That's going to lead us into uh, Denver. Yeah, man. These tie-ins. Holy crap. Uh, Denver went to Vegas. 14-27. to 27, Raiders for the win. Uh, oh. We all took Vegas on that one. Yeah. Uh, Antonio Pierce, since taking over from McDaniels. Yep. Everybody's on the, oh, train, oh, you got to keep Pierce, got to keep Raiders mm. in the playoffs? No. What was Pierce's record as head coach? I can't remember when he took Four and over. four. Yeah. What are we and talking about? And they were sporadic. About? They were very sporadic. They were fucking sporadic like crazy. Because, I mean... They no. put Devontae Adams yeah. and Max Crosby on the field. Yeah. You had the first tight end off the board on your offense. Yep. Uh, I, can, I can keep going. They've got talent there. Oh, absolutely. But... And, and that's the thing, too, is like... Now, a lot of players love it. I get right. that. Right. A lot of players love Mike Vrabel. Derrick Henry was dumbfounded, had couldn't even answer. Couldn't the question. even fucking speak words. Yeah, when when he found out Vrabel was fired. Yeah. But you guys mm. didn't win. Right. <laughs> Why are you win? shocked? Are you a bad player? No. No, I'm well, pretty fucking good. Fucking Derrick Henry. <laughs> but you didn't win. Yeah. See the problem here? And that's the thing is like for Tennessee, how many times did we just rail out, hey, they got Derrick Henry, they're gonna fucking win. And they did. Not this year. Not this year. <laughs> Not this year. Not last year. Not last that's year. the problem. It's the back to back. Yeah. And depending on how this lawsuit goes, everybody needs to slow down on the peers. Hype train. No, Gruden should get his job back. <clears throat> Full heartedly. Goodell needs to get the fuck over himself, and Gruden just needs to. Gruden wasn't making fun of black people. He was making fun of Demora Smith. Yeah. He made no bones about it. Yeah. He was making fun of Demora Smith and Roger Goodell, who are corrupt criminals. Yeah. That's why he was doing it. Yeah. Goodell's white. He wasn't being racist. He was picking on all sides that was corrupt criminals. Yep. We only focused on the black guy, though. Isn't that racist? That in itself is racist, yes. Quit. Let's just... But anyways, the Raiders annihilate them. They should have. Absolutely. Broncos started Trevor Simeon, maybe. I don't even know. No, hold on. Give me two seconds here. Flip, I have no clue who they're... Stidham. Oh, Jarrett Stidham. That's right. Woo. 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 Yeah. Threw for 272, though. Garoppolo had a snap? Holy shit. Yeah. Look at that. Look yeah, at yeah, that. Both these teams ending out 8 and 9. <clears throat> That's what both... It's a miracle those teams made it to 8 and 9. 
Yeah, because Garoppolo played, what, like four games this season? Well, in Denver, their defense got better after they cut all the good defensive players. Because that makes sense. But it happened. Yeah. <sighs> Vegas started winning some games after they benched Garoppolo, who won 75% of their games. Yeah. Of his games. Yeah. Okay. This has been the most sporadic and unconventional NFL season ever. Absolutely. Absolutely. We only hit on so much <clears throat> stupidness. Yeah. I mean, it, and that's the thing. I picked Cleveland. They said everybody that, that matters. Yeah, we didn't think about that <laughs> at all. I mean, and that's fair. Shit. Like, in reality, if Cleveland would have played all their starters, Cleveland would have They would have wiped them out. Yeah, they would have been close. But not realizing that, hey, Cleveland's number five regardless. Well, why would you sit Joe Flacco? Right. The dude that was sitting. He just got <laughs> off the couch. Why would you sit him down? Let him keep going. Whatever. <laughs> All right, next game. <clears throat> next game we got here. One person did not get this game wrong. Philadelphia Eagles went to New Jersey to play the New York Giants 27 to 10. It was 24 to nothing at halftime. Dude, I was dumbfounded when I saw that score update. I'm like, wait, what? The, talk about the wheels coming all the way off. Yeah. <laughs> How do you let this happen? And you have to remember... Philly was 10-1 and one and the best team in football. They were winning ugly. But they were still winning. But they were winning every game. They were 10-1. and one. Yeah. Yeah. I want to say that they were the last undefeated team, too. They, they were. Yeah. They were. <clears throat> um, I, I love this. Everybody caught on. Philly never caught on. No. They finished 1-5. And, and, that, and that's what I was about to say was I, I love Espen's little blurbs that they put there. Eagles complete late season collapse, finish one and five stretch with 27-10 lost to the Giants. I didn't even read that. Yeah. One and five in the last six fucking games. It's not good. There goes my Super Bowl pick. You're not wrong. No, I, I've, I've completely come to terms with as much as I've been so livid. The way... So confident. But even after that debacle, yeah. they still had a glimmering chance of hope. Detroit had a glimmering chance of hope. Yeah. Dude, I... This season. Hey, Terry got it right. Terry got it right. Sometimes. Terry got it fucking right. <laughs> and that's what pulled him away in our weekly picks on me. Yeah, I had on all of us. I good on you, Terry Bear. Good on you. Next game we got here, uh, Seattle went to Arizona. Twenty-one to twenty, Seahawks for the win. For the win. Missed. Once the Packers won, they were the out. Seahawks were out of the playoffs. Yeah. 
the Seahawks had to win with Green Bay with a, and they no, had to have a Green Bay, Bay loss. Yep. And oh, well. so if Carroll yeah. finished with a winning season. Yeah. But missed playoffs and no longer no longer the head coach. Yeah. <sighs> and they have some free agent decisions coming up. Yep. Uh, they got an option on Gino. Uh, we'll we'll see what, what yeah. the crew pulls together, what the crew does. So, Seattle will be very interesting next season to will see. Uh, next game we got. Next game uh, we got here. But we did get a few few questions answered in this game too. Okay. After the game, we've got some lingering questions we didn't know we were going to have, but we also got some questions answered. Uh, Shane Steichen, the offensive coordinator from Philly last year, yep. took over Indy. Had a pretty great season. Yeah. All things considered, he did a damn good job. Yep. Well, Philly's defensive coordinator from last year was the guy that took over Arizona. And remember, oh. Kyler sat, 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 sat. Yep. Then all of a sudden, late in the season, they bring him back because he had the injury escalator on his clause yeah. on his contract that just guaranteed a shit ton of money if he was injured. Yep. They played him. He's got nobody on that fucking team. And he's still yet again. He looked fucking good. Yet again. And and this so, is the thing. Arizona's answered that question. Kyler Murray's their quarterback now. He has to be. The, no. He's, well, he's got a massive contract. Right. But the way he played Yes. He, he's not going anywhere. That's his contract. That's their quarterback. They're setting at number four and right picking for Marvin Harrison Jr. What does Kyler Murray need? He's a fucking receiver. Marvin Harrison Jr. is Jamar Chase. He's Jamar Chase and Justin Jefferson all rolled into one. Yeah. This coming a lot from you because you're the receiver I love guy. Receivers. Yeah, you're the receiver guy. You have I'm not wearing missed. receiver. Yeah, you have not missed a receiver in the last. Judy's disappointed me, <clears throat> but I hit on Cup. I hit well, on Cortland Sutton. Okay. I hit on Michael Gallup. But the thing is, is that Judy, he has not been put in a good position. Right. But he's clearly not as. CD was put in a great position. Right. CD's better than I thought he was. Right. But Jefferson is everything I thought he was. Jamar Chase has been everything I thought he was. Yep. AJ Brown in round two was everything I thought he was. Yeah. Cooper Cup in round three was everything I thought he was. Michael Gallup from Colorado State. Cooper Cup was Eastern Washington, remember? Right. I knew him. Yeah. Gallup was Colorado State. When we got him in round three, I knew how good he was going to be. Yep. I can keep going. Oh, yeah. So, for you to say that Harris Jr. is going to be as good as those guys? Better. Hey, you know what? And the one thing Kyler Murray does that other quarterbacks are bad at or not willing to do is he will throw the ball to his dude and give him a fucking chance. <laughs> yep. There's no better target he can ever possess. 
It's a match made in heaven. Dude. Match made in draft heaven. And with this season, it looks like it'll fall through. It does. We'll, we'll Every one of the top three picks needs a quarterback. We'll be back in March. <laughs> we'll be back. We'll, we'll see this fall through. It'll make it. Uh, all right, next game. AFC Love. I don't know how much love there was. Not much. Kansas City Chiefs went to L.A. to play the San Diego Chargers. 13 to 12. Hey, the Chiefs won. Chiefs won. Chiefs weren't playing anybody. So. <laughs> I'm not even going to talk about the, the quarterback that they played. He dropped 13 points. Meanwhile, the Chargers with Easton Stick. I, I knew who their quarterback I'm just not gonna those we don't talk about <laughs> Easton Stick threw for 258 yards yeah he was their leading rusher with 77 yards on 13 carries <laughs> uh, I don't know I, this whole game I don't know I bring up Easton Stick because of the K-State connection because of Coach Chris Kleeman. Right. Yes, people don't understand. He was Carson Wentz coach. Yes. Number two overall draft pick. Yep. He was Trey Lance's coach. Number three overall draft pick. Yep. This is all at North Dakota State. Yeah. The quarterback that he brought in to replace both of them before he left for Kansas State was Easton Stick. Mm. Coach Chris Kleeman at Kansas State knows how to pick and develop NFL quarterbacks. Oh, yeah. Um, before our bowl game, Will Howard, our starting quarterback, transferred. Guess where he transferred to? <clears throat> He's a fifth-year senior. Mm. He hit the transfer portal before the bowl game. He took one visit. Where do you go? Ohio State. He's taking over at Ohio State. <laughs> uh, That's how good he is at quarterback. People don't understand. Oh, man. So the Chargers, of course, they fired their head coach, Brandon Staley. Yep. Uh, he's 31 and 31 when they fired him. His best season was when Shane Steichen was his offensive coordinator, Justin Herbert's rookie year, when they went to the playoffs. Yeah. Justin Herbert's best year in the NFL. Shane Steichen. There's a trend here. Richardson, who I made fun of, yep. would have been the most likely been the offensive rookie of the year under Shane Steichen. Richardson went down. CJ takes over. Now let's hit the game that matters. No, that's another. <laughs> that's one more down the road. Nope. It's this one right here. So, L.A. <clears throat> went to San Francisco. Play the 49ers. 21 to 20. Who was starting quarterback for the Niners? Sam Darnold. Played pretty good. Sam Darnold's not a bad. Oh, Who, wait, uh, hold who, on one second. Once you get away from fucking Adam Gaze... You can play football. You can play fucking football. Just like 
Sam Darnold. That's how good Bryce Young is. <clears throat> yes. Baker Mayfield and Sam Darnold both failed in Carolina the exact same year. Yep. Look at their numbers combined and look at Bryce Young numbers this year. Oh, yeah. That's how good Bryce Young is. Yeah. Dude. Everybody thought Baker and Sam sucked because of the Carolina debacle. It had nothing to do with them. Nope. Nothing. It's that situation. Yep. And that's the thing. When both of these cats left... Fuck, or, that's I'm, I love Tepper being the owner and having that fire and that mm-hmm. will to win. But sometimes, that's why I threw in that caveat, sometimes you've got, got to... This is not the tech industry. Results are two weeks away. No. You don't get results two weeks You've got to work. You've got to put in much more effort. Yeah. So it's a longer track to build. Sam Darnold played. He played pretty good. He played good. Now, who was the starting quarterback for the Rams? Carson fucking Wentz. See this roundabout? I like, dude. <sighs> Look at the Rams' leading rusher. Carson Wentz. <laughs> Guess who's in the playoffs? Matt Stafford. <laughs> and the Rams. Because of fucking Carson Wentz. No, they were going to oh. be in the playoffs. Oh, yeah, they were. But Carson just sold the deal. Yeah. He came in he, because it was a game that Stafford didn't need to play in. Right. He also helped Puka Nakua break two rookie records. Yep. He won the game. And he looked good. Carson, dude, fucking Carson. And I picked the Rams to be the cellar dweller because, well, you've got a coach that wasn't sure if he was going to retire or not. Right. He was leaning towards retiring. Yep. You have a quarterback who everybody knows should have retired and Stafford after the injury. And your best player, Donald, or Donald, everybody expected him to retire to your three best dudes in the locker room. We're all thinking retirement. Yeah. Donald should have fucking retired two years ago. They all come back. You win 10 games for no good reason. No. Everybody's talking Kevin Stefanski Mm -hmm. and all these other guys for coach of the year. It's Sean fucking McVay. Yeah. I'm sorry. What the job McVay did this year. It's phenomenal. I didn't think they'd win seven games. They only lost seven. No, we laughed at the Rams. I didn't think they were going to win four games. We laughed at the Rams at the beginning of the season. Just laugh. What they have done with zero cap space because of all the superstars they traded for. Yep. Stafford, Ramsey, the massive contract they gave Donald. Oh, yeah. What they've done with no cap space and a basic undrafted free agent roster. Yeah. Is phenomenal. Phenomenal. Oh, man. I believe I picked the Rams. You and I both picked the Rams. There we go, baby. Because, well, one. That was one of our outliers where we side against the the group. Well, and that's the thing is, like, the 49ers, the guys. Okay. We'll we'll hit this real quick uh, because I like your thought process. Right. Because... Yes, Purdy was a little dinged up. McCaffrey a little dinged up. Trent Williams a little dinged up. Right. They had some ding-ups. Nobody played in this game. So they get to rest up this week. 
Yeah. Then they got a bye week. Where I didn't like Baltimore and Cleveland sitting because mm-hmm. they weren't really dinged up. We right. know McCaffrey was dinged up. Absolutely. Absolutely. We know Brock was a little dinged up, not much. Right. He really wasn't that dinged up. It was just more of a, we're already the one seed. It doesn't matter what we do. Right. Let's not chance it. Right. If we're not putting McCaffrey out there, let's not, not put, put Purdy out there. But this gives Trent Williams an extra week to get healthy. Yes. That matters. That's important. <sighs> That sucks. Brock Purdy hasn't won a game in his NFL career without Trent Williams being his left tackle. Right. Just want to toss that out there. So, what I was hoping for towards the end of the year started happening. The Niners started getting dinged up and injured. Yep. All of a sudden, they have two fucking weeks to get healthy. Yep. So, we'll see how that, that, that goes moving forward. Listen, I'm still going to run my mouth. Oh. I'm still going to run my mouth. You can't even hold my beer at this, Dude, this competition. Listen, I'm a, I've got here. this. Fuck your 49 I've got this. Fuck your 49ers, okay? MVP Brock, shut the fuck up. No. Like, shut, shut. We're going to hit that. We're going to hit that conversation. Mm. I, I, I've got zero problems touting McBay as the coach of the year. Like, let your behind on that. When we're done with the week, we're going to go over the MVP stats. All right. Let's talk about the fan favorite game here. Dallas went to Washington. Yeah. 38 to 10. Yeah. Boys for the win. Yeah. Uh, fuck your bullshit about, oh, you only beat Detroit. Yeah, yeah, we beat Detroit by one point. Nope, 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 nope. Stop. That's not true. That's not what happened. <laughs> that is. Go back and watch that fucking game. The officials did fuck up. Uh-huh. I argued. Josh didn't. I, I'd like to say I argued about this, but face-to-face, Josh did not argue. We oh, moved on no to the shit. next topic. <laughs> said, nope. No, the officials fucked up. Absolutely. On the tripping call on Peyton Hendershot. Yep. That's 15 yards. Look at the fucking... On a Tony Pollard seven-yard run on first down. Yep. No, I, that that tri- there was a tripping penalty. Yeah, Hutchinson. But it, it was on Aiden Hutchinson. It was he, fucking Hutchinson. He tripped Hendershot. Yeah, not the other way. That right? would have been 15 yards in a first down. Yep. Off of Pollard's seven after Pollard's seven yard run. Yep. That's first down. Yep. You're out of timeouts now. Mm-hmm. You don't even get the opportunity to score a touchdown. Nope. That was not a one point win. We got cheated, not you. Any other? <clears throat> want to talk about it some more? And that, and uh, we changed conversation oh, quick. No shit. Yes. <laughs> Everybody. Because he's like, I'm over it. I'm done with him. I'm not. Yeah. Fuck you. Nope. Anybody bring that game up to me? I'm, I'm fucking I'm tired in it. of it. Let's go. I'm fucking tired of it. Let's go. I've got facts on my side. I'm right. Yeah. Because everybody, I don't give a flying fuck about Decker and fucking. Uh, that was on them. You got cute. Yeah. Fuck you. And, of course, on Saturday and Sunday both, every time an eligible receiver, Detroit did it twice. Yep. Everybody's like, uh, the announcer's like, yep, there you go. The official announcing to the whole fucking crowd. Yep. Hey, Skipper's an eligible receiver now. Yep. Yeah. You can't fool anybody. No. What are you doing? 
It was a mute fucking point. There was no reason behind it. No. Outside We're of trying thinking. to fool the defense. Okay, well, that's great. But it's for not going to work. There's one simple fact. Yeah. You can't. No. Because that official that you just reported to yep. is going to walk straight over to the defensive line and announce, hey, number 68's the eligible receiver. Yep. Then he's going to step away, hit his microphone for the stadium, yep. and announce for everybody here, Hey, number 68's reporting is an eligible receiver. Yep. And the whole argument of, yeah, but we talked about the play, that specific play to the official beforehand. We've already had three rules experts who used to be officials in the NFL right. come out and say, yeah, officials don't pay any attention to that. They're not supposed to. No. Why the fuck would the official know? have to know your whole playbook? They well, it's can't. not even about knowing your playbook. They, once you start talking about a specific play and yeah. your intentions, they they shut it off and they go to someplace else. Yeah. They don't listen to it. No. It's not their job to. No. It's not their job. <sighs> so we spanked their ass yep. like it should have been. Yep. It was no big deal. Dallas came out, did mm-hmm. what they needed to do, locked in the two seed. Yep. Which kid, once Dallas won, that locked Philly into the sixth seed. Yep. And uh, Detroit in the three seed. If Dallas would have lost and Philly lose, then Detroit would have claimed the two seed. Yep. But once Dallas won, everything was a moot point. One, two, three. Everything set. Yep. Last game of the night. <clears throat> this fucking game. <laughs> Buffalo. Oh, we and we all had Dallas. Yeah, imagine yeah. that. I, you know, I mean, Terry Bear always being that dude. Sometimes you just know. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> Buffalo went to Miami. Twenty-one to fourteen. Yeah. Bills for the win. Well, and I messaged everybody, like we all picked Buffalo. Right. Their defense is going down player by player, minute by minute. Yeah. And it's still, and everybody's touting Buffalo now. I'm like, these, none of these, they wouldn't have beat Dallas at home if the officials wouldn't have fucking cheated. Yep. None of these games that Buffalo has won have been looked good at all. No, 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 no. We talked about Philly winning ugly. That's the only thing Buffalo's doing. They're holding shit together. But they were losing at halftime 14-7. Yeah. I mean, go back and watch McDaniel's expression on a touchdown. Allen threw a touchdown that bounced off the offensive lineman or linebacker's fucking helmet. Yeah. And a receiver just happened to turn around and catch it at the very back of the end zone. Shocked as shit. Yeah. I'm, 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 I was shocked that the defender could play the rest of the game. He threw the ball so hard. That's how Buffalo won. It was a fluke fucking play. And McDaniels couldn't believe it. He's just sitting there with his bottom lip dragging the ground. Yeah. Like, no way that just happened. <laughs> Sorry, boss. It, it fucking I agree with you. Yeah, it's, it's, it's I much, couldn't believe it. As much as... Uh... 
as much as I always say we need to coin, we need to change the phrase any given Sunday to any given Saturday because boy howdy, fights prove that. Yeah. <laughs> Anything could happen in the last fucking Buffalo minute. should have won that game. No. They did. <clears throat> now we all picked Buffalo to win. It, uh, as as you pointed it out during the game, I'm like, holy fuck, you're right. I didn't want to say it because fuck you, that's why. But just sitting there looking at, it, I'm like, oh fuck. Yeah, now all the all the ESPN experts are like, oh Buffalo is the most dangerous team in the playoffs now. The fuck like, they are. What? The fuck they are. How do you figure? And then this is the thing, like, we've had a really weird relationship with Buffalo on this show. Yeah. Really weird. And you said it at the beginning of the season, like, and I was, I was content with my beliefs in Buffalo. (laughs) Fuck you. They're going to win. They're going to make it. And boy, howdy! I has was it. pretty happy and content too. But man, they have been ugly the whole time, and the wheels coming off like uh, that. The fumbles they had in this fucking game, dude! And, oh no, my god! Oh, hold on, like, just some of the shit they did. I'm like, how the fuck they win? James Cook is fumbling shit. They're fumbling handoffs. Yeah, it's dude. Fuck it, eh? There it is. Yeah, that that was the Allen. Allen got credited with the fumble. It was a handoff to James Cook. <laughs> and he threw two picks to boot. Yep. That's scaring me? No. What are you guys talking about? Not terrified of Buffalo. I mean, am I happy Buffalo's in the playoffs? Yeah, sure. Like I said, we've had a weird we relationship. In the fucking playoffs. Yeah. But man, yeah, we're right. But are we? We're right, but I'm just not scared of them. All of the Aspen experts are like the scariest team in the playoffs. No, no, nowhere fucking close. No. So that's that sums up week 18, right? Yeah, that's week 18. Uh, how how do we fare? Okay, so for week 18, trailing the pack is Josh. For the first time this season at 10 points. Wow. You and I tie second with 11. And fucking Terry. That just makes me feel dirty. Fucking Terry. For the first time this season. Yeah, when you sent that pick, and I I already knew it, I'm like, it's a fucking Giants pick. Yeah. He pulled away on the Giants pick. Yep. And solidified it with the fucking Jets. Won the week. Good job, Terry. Because of fucking New Jersey. Hey, your team had your back, finally. <laughs> for once this year, That your New team Jersey had your back. Kool-Aid that you've been drinking all fucking season, bud, finally pays Paid off. off. Fucking. For the season, for the regular season, Terry's trailing the back. <laughs> had a killer week. He did. Great week, Terry. Had a killer week. Uh, Terry's trailing the pack at the end of the regular season with 154 accurate game calls. You're one step ahead of him at 155. Jesus. Ridiculous. I've got 162 
in second. Cheater. Fuck off. And Josh, even with a shit week, still yeah, sitting at the top. Yeah, his shit week's 10 picks. Yeah, his shit week's 10 picks. You fuck him. For a long time, our best weeks were fucking 10 yeah. picks. Josh is sitting at 170. Okay, so as of right now, after week 18, who's playing the best football heading into the playoffs? Heading into the playoffs? Yes, who's playing the best football heading into the playoffs? Oh, Dallas. Are you sure? Yeah. Absolutely. They average at home 40 points a fucking game. They just got 38 points on the fucking road. And the atrocity that we've had on the road, still averaging out 20, 20 points a game. 22, but yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, Dallas. So let's talk MVP. Let's look at our top seeds. Our, okay. our best teams. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We've got Baltimore sitting at 13 and 4. Right. Then we've got the Vaunted Niners sitting at 12 and 5. Yep. And we've got Detroit sitting at 12 and 5. Yep. And, oh, wait, Dallas sitting at 12 and 5 too. Yep. And I didn't didn't even include McCaffrey on this one. Okay. So our MVP, everybody's gonna say Lamar, right? I mean, I wouldn't argue with it. I, I'm getting ready to. I know. Lamar, sixty-seven point two completion percentage. He threw for three thousand six hundred seventy-eight yards. Twenty-four touchdowns, seven picks. 102.7 102.7 rating and a 65.2 QBR. QBR is the actual legit measurement we should be using. Right. But Lamar also tossed in 821 yards rushing, five touchdowns, five fumbles. Right. So that gives him 4,499 total yards, 29 touchdowns, 12 turnovers. Okay. Let's look at uh, Brock Purdy. 12 and 5. Right, 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 right. 69.4% completion percentage. 4,280 yards passing, 144 rushing for 4,424 yards. Hmm. 33, 31 touchdown passes, 11 picks, two rushing touchdowns, two fumbles. Right. For 33 touchdowns and 13 turnovers. Hmm. Hmm. <laughs> hmm. Hmm. 113 even rating, 72.6 QBR. Whose numbers are better, Lamar's or Brock's? You threw a lot of numbers at me there. It's Brock. Yeah. 69.4 to 67.2. Which one's better? Yeah. Yeah. Now, the total yards are closer. Right. Lamar's got him. But touchdowns? Brock's got him. Brock's got him. Brock does have that one more turnover. He's got a better rating, but the QBR is actually the metric. When we look at metrics for quarterbacks. Right. The QBR is more. Everybody <laughs> thinks it's the rating. It's, and it's not. not. Because it's a bigger number. It's, it's not. It's not accurate. They give you extra points for long touchdowns and shit like right. that. You get a way. You get a ton you can of extra inf- points. You can inflate that number yes. pretty easily. The QBR, you can't. Yeah. 72.6 is pretty fucking good. Yeah, it is. Lamar sitting at 65.2 uh-huh. is not bad. No, not at all. 
check out Jared Goff. Uh, 67.3 completion percentage. Mm-hmm. He threw for 4,575 yards. He rushed for 21 yards for a total of 4,596 yards. So he's got a better completion center percentage and more total yards than Lamar. Yep. He threw 30 touchdown passes to Lamar's 24. He also had two rushing touchdowns. Yep. To take his touchdown total to 32 with Lamar sitting at 29. Yep. He had two fumbles and 12 picks for 14 total turnovers. His rating, 97.9. His QBR, 59.8. Now let's look at the real MVP. He's not going to win it. Right. Who do you think I'm talking about? I'm assuming Mr. Rain. (laughs) Yes, Rain Dakota Dakota Prescott. Yeah. Completion percentage, 69.5. Out of those four, who had the highest? Dad. By point one, but he still had the yeah, higher completion still, yeah, percentage. Yeah, it's still higher. He threw for 4,516 yards. So he threw for more yards than any of them. Except for God. But he also ran for 242 to give him 4,758 total yards. Yeah, so he's... Which is more than any of them. Yeah. Rain Dakota Prescott threw 36 touchdown passes... More than he any had of more them. passing touchdowns than anybody else had combined combined touchdowns. Yeah, he had nine picks, way less than anybody else. He also fumbled twice too, though. So eleven turnovers. He still had less turnovers than Lamar than anybody and else. Goff. Yes, I, I, did, I didn't remember Purdy's, but he had thirteen. So yeah, he had the least amount of turnovers, the most amount. He of also yards. ran two in. He had thirty-eight total touchdowns. Yeah. His rating was 105.9, a little lower than Brock's. Right. But his QBR was 72.6, the exact same as Brock's. And Dak's a way better quarterback than Brock Purdy is. Numbers don't lie, folks. Yeah, they'll give it to Lamar. And I told Josh on Saturday, Lamar didn't even play on Sunday. Nope. He's going to have the worst stat line of any quarterback in NFL history to win the MVP. Yep. <laughs> it's rigged. He's played great, though. Well, that's the thing. A- any year that Lamar starts and goes strong, MVP. I mean, I, I yeah. mean that's the thing. It, and it sucks because, well... Who does Lamar have? Nobody. Who do, who does Dak have? He's got CD. He's got CD. Who does Brock Purdy have? He, Everyone. He's got everybody. He's got fucking everybody. Okay, so Lamar, should we, we be talking about him? Be, numbers don't lie. Dak is the better quarterback out of those four. Absolutely, 100%. Numbers don't fucking lie. He's still got a decent weapon with CeeDee Lamb. Brock Purdy, numbers are better. They're better than Lamar's. They're better than Lamar's. They're better than Lamar's. He's got everything. Everybody. Everybody that you can... But Dallas can match up with San Francisco. That's what made that game the debacle. Yes. 
because CeeDee Lamb is the best receiver on either team. Absolutely. But right behind, after CeeDee Lamb, then we're looking at George Kittle. Yep. Hey, I love, I love Ferguson, our tight end in Dallas. Yeah. I love Jake Ferguson. Kittle's probably a little better. I, I could agree with that. But then we got Debo. Dallas doesn't have a Debo. No. And then we got Brandon Ayuk. Dallas doesn't have a Brandon Ayuk. No. Then there's Christian McCaffrey that we haven't even fucking got to yet. Oh my god. Nobody has Christian McCaffrey. No. <laughs> Nobody does. That's what I'm saying. Like, Brock is a good quarterback. Clearly. Clearly. And in going into week 18, my MVPs after 17 weeks. Mm-hmm. I had Christian McCaffrey. Absolutely. Dak Prescott. Yep. Lamar Jackson. Yeah. Brock Purdy. Yeah. I'm not discounting what he's done. No, the kid has done great for San Francisco. He really has. If I'm discounting him, I wouldn't have had him in my top fucking five. No. It, the thing is, is like, he's made it crystal clear. We had a three-week losing streak. Yes. If he doesn't have all the pieces. Yes. He struggles. And once I point that out, man, people don't like to talk about it. They, no, they like to change the fucking subject. They get fucking pissed. No, they just change the subject. And I think, honestly, with that three-week losing streak, my my 49er fucking fan that I have there at work, he hasn't fucking said two words to me. I'm sure he hasn't. Well, he won the bet. He won the bet. Yeah. San Fran beat fucking Dallas. That's putting it mildly. And he's... He was pissed... Because any time that he comes at me, hey, taking Dallas, we're always, I'm always serious about my bets when it comes to you, bud. What do you want to bet? I was thinking 10 bucks. Fuck out of here, bitch. I got a hundo. Let's go. And he doesn't. I was able to talk him into 20. I I was able to put, I was able to talk him in. rolling with the dollar shape up on this one. I, I, I was able to convince him to do the, the 20 spot. And he was happy. He fucking he won. Well, I'm sure he, was happy. he won the bet. I looked at him and was like, "You regret not taking the hundo?" He's like, "You still would have, even hindsight being 2020." It's like absolutely. That game should have been that bad. No, but it was a learning lesson for Dallas. It was, and so, but that's just the one thing I keep trying to beat is the fact that Brock Purdy is. I'm not saying he's a shit quarterback. He's clearly not a shit quarterback. No. But that's how everybody takes it. But... No, I'm not saying the kid's shit. No. He's clearly pretty fuck good. He just needs the right tools to be a great quarterback. Yes. And that's the thing. And, and I'm not taking it away from him. There's a lot of quarterbacks like that. If I had every... If I had all the right Ten tools... Ten years ago, he wouldn't make an NFL roster. No, not at all. That's not today's football. No. Today's football, he's in the MVP conversation, and you have to change your thought process and update it and realize that. But at the same time, you still have to realize who the real MVP is. Absolutely. It's not Brock It's not Brock And my thing is, is like, if you have all the right tools... McCaffrey's that it. If I had all the right tools, I'd be the world's greatest uh, carpenter. I really would Doesn't hurt. No. But even with shit tools... I can still make shit. I can still do shit. 
and so can Brock Purdy. Let's take a quick break, and we'll roll through these playoff picks real quick. All right, ladies and gentlemen, that is the sound, the saying that this is everybody's favorite part of the podcast, the wrap-up segment. So, we're going to go ahead and let you know where to find us on social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Hit us up, give us a like, give us a share, give us a follow. Go ahead and invite all your friends and family to the pages. Let them know where we're at. And if you could do us a huge solid wherever you find the podcast, be it Spotify, iTunes, Google Play, Wherever you hear us and we invade you in your ear holes, could you please leave us a rating and a review? It helps new people find the show. And and last thing, last but not least, if you could, we would love to hear from every single one of you guys. If you could, please leave us a message anywhere, somewhere, be it on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. I've been preaching for a while now. If you get us on the Anchor app, you can go ahead and leave us a voice message. You could find yourself on the show asking us a question or calling us a bunch of idiots or personally just me calling me an idiot because, you know, I don't know anything about this game or this show or however, whatever we cover. If you guys could, we would love to hear from you. And if, if those are too much of a hassle for you to get a hold of us on, go ahead and just send us an old-fashioned email over at Sasquatch at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from everybody, and we really wish somebody would get a hold of us one way, one form, or another. We just want to talk about you guys, because you know us, we love to talk, and we want to bring you guys involved into this. So, that all being said, we all love you, we appreciate you guys listening to us, and we'll catch you next week.